What up and welcome yeah, to yeah, yeah, a yeah. podcast with Mo. I am Mo, yeah. joined by Skinny Five Thousand. What up? What up? What up? What up? And Snappy. What up? What up? Snap! 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 Snapping it. Slam poetry. Um, snaps for claps over here. I'm gonna open a poetry bar. Exactly. My wife's uh, sorority. They all did that shit. <laughs> So sometimes every once in a while she'll start snapping. I'm like, what the fuck? Quit right. doing that. That'd be perfect with my nickname. I meant. Yeah, that's true. We should start doing. We should all do like the grease or whatever it is. They're like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey bro, uh, Brass Rex, we can do a video. Yeah. I'm coming up. He walks in all menacing in a night. We can come up style. to the Sandica. Yeah. Sandica. I the mean, no- I've thought about a whole skit to that video. The 1930s. It mix. is ridiculous. Uh, y'all go look that one up. Alvin Hood's when he talks about, you know, blowing smoke through a cattle bones, you know, having like a fucking skull blowing it, coming out the fucking horns. I, I mean, I've had, had all these thoughts. Yeah, you just gotta. <laughs> I don't know how to put it in imagery. And the AI treatment. and all that. See, I'm a little, I'm behind all that. Yeah, bro. To work with you, he's used to people. Like he, he claims to when he listens to this podcast that Coop is basically like you, and so he's like, I'm just used to people. Like Snappy's like your coop, and I'm like I get what you're saying. like. He just y'all too. I think like y'all aren't really on social media, yeah. And he'll come to him with like, "What do you know about this?" And Brad's like that happened like seven years ago on the internet, you know. Like there's moments <laughs> like that, and I'm like, "Oh, I get it." And whenever he says said that, I was like, "Oh, it starts to make more sense now." You're my that, coop. <laughs> and like he works, I think like a factory type job, like you used. You know, like, yeah. I, know, I just think there's uh, some similarities. I um, just take what I can get, and I live life right now. Yeah, I feel you. Works I mean, it was my own fault. But you can get, you can get to our sponsors and all <laughs> Yeah, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast mode. You can go there, join Dollar Month, get your early access to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can pay $5 a month, be a better fan, get access to bonus and secret shows. Also, at the moment, this is very important for anyone listening, and if you have not been a patron at the moment, we have the episodes from February... Oh. Are free, so that's the awkward sex moments episode, which a lot of people say is still our best podcast ever. Uh, it's very funny and awkward. Uh, <laughs> that's free on our Patreon right now, and then also bonus show one, which was just the first time Snappy couldn't show up, and we just sat here and talked about fucking nothing. So, if you want to get a taste of what our Patreon is like, you can check those out and uh, convince yourself if you want to join. Um, and then you could be a co-producer, get a shout out every episode. And that would be, uh, I'm going to go backwards with our day. We're going to go Bradster X, yeah. Graveyard Entertainment, Dig em up. It's Your Boy H2, Hello. and my mother. Hello, mommy. So those are uh, our patrons keeping us going Jeez. for now. We also have a merch shop if you want to fucking buy a t-shirt or something. <laughs> think about it. It's a link in the description. Down below. Down <laughs> Um, I really think I've I've thought about, I need to invest in like a t-shirt machine and just press them like if I could clean out this room and just put a t-shirt pressing machine okay. over here you can I'd make so much more money on them and I'd actually try to sell them bro I've thought about that so many Chinese times kids. yeah it'd be very cool but I would have to come up with like you know oh snap and it's snapping <laughs> doing his little whatever fucking pose we just did fingers. yeah you know we'd have me, to like me really and skinny we can we can do many poses we, we light exactly. up when the camera's around <laughs> well skinny's gonna be naked but yeah. where his dick would be because it'd be an extra long <laughs> shirt oh, is gonna be oh, cut out for your dick <laughs> so it's gonna look like skinny's body but your dick is where his dick would be <laughs> that ain't gonna look right that's gonna look like one of them sag- sagittarius you know one of them uh fucking uh horses with a little bitty penis or something that, yeah that just ain't gonna look <laughs> like, right. Like one of them grease statues. I mean, it ain't. It, <laughs> we look pretty badass. It ain't normal, white little. But Jesus, well, you got to compare me to the to the man, right? To the uh, man. 
<laughs> See, I wonder. I want. I guess I. I do wonder because if your penis is on skinny, smaller frame, it would appear bigger probably than it looks on your frame. So Ooh, some yeah, way I mean, maybe it would help. Too. Does that make it look bigger too? The yeah. penis look bigger. See, like yeah. there's this argument over if uh, losing weight or gaining weight makes your dick smaller or bigger, right? And I, th- I guess here's the way from like your spine or whatever to where far your dick goes is not different, but the appearance of it, if you have like a fat mound <laughs> would make it appear smaller. Now, sure. If someone sits on it, maybe it squishes the fat down to where he gets all there anyway, but there is some appearance differences. Well, squish, squish. It's a lot about how you feel too. Like now that I'm working out, once that belly starts coming off and I'm feeling stronger, no I'm going to feel like I'm fucking, I'm going to be swinging it around again. Exactly. You know? I mean, Johnson. You start getting a little, little chubby. You start getting a little depressive. I mean, uh, at yeah, least in my experience. Get that you know? dicky do. Just right. kind of walk around and go through the motions. I mean, I've been depressed all summer. It's one of the worst summers of my life, to be real honest. But I'm just keeping on, keeping on. When we're on this podcast, yeah, I'm going to put on the wrestling persona, and life's great. So right. that's why I like the podcast so much this summer, I think. It's kicking ass. Right. Um, but been outside been of this, shit been going on. <laughs> like, I've been having some mental breakdowns the last two years. It's been crazy. Like, yeah. I don't know if my chemical imbalance has changed. Or I think something. it's all the pot and then the talking on a podcast, and then you start thinking yeah, all damn. the time about well, shit. I think it opens up too many mm-hmm. games. Open emotions. That emotion all that I, I can't control them all. I did too many drugs. I don't have yeah. control anymore. Well, Skinny's mentioned this before on here. Like on like how since he's been on, it's like he just thinks more about his feelings and shit. Like because you're just thinking about yeah. shit all the time. My damn mom got me in my feelings. <laughs> I man. know, man. Sure, I would be thinking of shit. My mommy running, then they get them fucking the tears the start rolling down the cheek. I'm like, God damn, well, you're a man. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. You know, there ain't no stopping it, man. Sure, I'll be crying and shit. Well, <laughs> all you got to learn is what's the alternative, and then there isn't any, so it just doesn't matter. What? That's what you gotta remember. I, when you're I've had a lot of it feels like what I'm gonna call panic attacks. Like yeah. even at the register, my chest starts vibrating, I get hot. I just in my mind I really just fucking want to punch someone to get out the situation. But now I just find myself wanting to fucking walk away and just not deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like never visiting it again. Like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, bottle it and, up. And it just yeah. it just started the last couple of years. Like I've never done some of the shit I've done. Like now you're letting it out. <laughs> no, it's just like I'm Here just instead of trying to deal with something, I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'll move on. Yeah, that's growth in some way, you know. And I mean, we'll see if it's good or not. Who the fuck knows? No uh, one knows. I think but. it's driving my family crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's too chill. See, the way the way I win in arguments is the same way. At least in my relate because uh, there's two ways arguments can happen. And me and Kubi don't really argue this much, but I'm about to explain why. And it does make her mad as well. It's because I used to argue, but I'm good at it. And so I'll twist some words. I'll be insincere yeah, about some like, shit just to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to win. That's how it used to be. And at some point in time, when I realized that it does nothing but lead to, like, anger for a long time. I do. I can just fucking flip the switch. Emotions are turned off. And I just I have no response anymore. And then that's even worse, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's like, you need to respond. I'm like, you don't want me to respond. Right. That's what I be doing. <laughs> so, like, I understand dude. that's my issue or whatever. But um. No, my wife does understand, though, because, I mean, I will get where I'm just so frustrated. And when I get past y'all, I mean, I'm fucking loud anyway. Mm-hmm. So everyone says, quit yelling. I said, I'm not fucking yelling. I'm being <laughs> passionate about my side of the argument like you yeah. got to be about yours. Yeah, but since I'm a big ass dude, I get shut down. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. what I started doing is I'll just stop, like you said. But then I'll just be pissed off. And they're like, what? what? And then finally, now they don't even ask questions. I'm like. Y'all have got to let me process things. It might take me 24 hours. It might take me 48. But when I have a response, I'll fucking let you know. And then I got to come back with when I can feel like I can talk about it. 
I right. go in and I'll approach it with them because we don't leave nothing left over on the table at our house. It's a rule. You got to get that shit. You got to talk about it. You got to get it out of the way. You can't just leave it there. But like, uh, I'm talking about like outside my house though, situations. No, fuck you. I don't care. I'll walk away. <laughs> right. And it's really unhealthy because, you know, you, well, the government says you got to have jobs. I mean, I'd be cool being a homeless swamp person. Um, I mean, I'd be really cool. I watched a whole video off this dude that lives in the Appalachians Mm. off the grid, you know, electricity and all that. And it's pretty wild. I mean, he may, he seems happy, but it is like, you have to make some sort of commitment of like, this is what I'm doing. Right. You don't have, you don't care at all about tea. I mean, this guy was raised this way. He drank a soda one time. He said it tasted like poison. And I was like, oh shit, I'm over here fucking drinking them every day. (laughs) But then I'm sitting there eating that fried gator and squirrel and rabbit at the end of the night, too. Dude, listen, you got to watch alone. I mean, I know I talk about it all the time, but that that's it's honestly like I just dream. I'm like, God damn it. I wish I, I should do this. I should become an outdoorsman where I could hunt and shit. But I oh, it's hard will. work. You know, no, it's fucking miserable at times, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you ain't got the man breathing over your shoulder. Hey, man, you, you got to get that out in three minutes. Hey, man, you got five minutes. I mean, like, get the fuck. I got 24 hours all goddamn day. I'll mosey about it and fucking hunt that bitch. All right. And mosey Mosier. Yeah. The fucking... I fucking, I'm a slow twitch guy. This fast twitch. I ain't one of these meth people that fucking <laughs> fucking spin out of control. I mosey about my day and I enjoy the fucking drugs I took. I can go either way. Uh, depends <laughs> what we're taking. <laughs> I, well, I guess what I need to figure out a way to get back into X's and O's. It's always ain't made sense to me. Oh, like football plays. Sports. You're right. See, I think of everything as a video game and the simulation theory has overtaken my brain, but I'm trying to use it in a like, but if this was a video game, what would I do with my character to put myself in a better <laughs> position? All right, I'll quit being a fucking idiot. You know, even though I don't always do those things, right. I do I do try to think that way. I think it's being Can't helpful. Y'all done upgraded the fucking gaming system in 2023. I can't keep up anymore. I'm ready, almost ready to give up. Yeah, I mean, there's a part of me that almost feels like, Again, let's play so much a simulation thing, but because there's so much happening in the world all the time, it is just like overloading the computing system of normal people's brains. And they're just like, I can't. I feel overwhelmed, dude. All the time. Fucking (laughs) dude gets out of jail. The one they've uh, done all of the Bitcoin shit, you know, and no one even cares because he donated all the money to the politicians. So they just let him out. Like, I mean, it's so like in front of you and then like the bond shit happens and Rob before we started this I was listening to Jim Gaffigan on Rogan that kind of dates where we're at on this episode recording wise but Jim Gaffigan I always thought would have been kind of conservative but he was like super liberal and he was like but Trump's way more corrupt than Biden and Rogan was like I don't know and I don't I mean you could tell who was leaning which ways but it's like Rogan kept saying like no here's like all the evidence for the Hunter thing like they have this because they have his laptop they actually have evidence all the stuff you're saying about Trump they haven't proven yet. Maybe it will be true, but this other stuff actually has happened, and it's all the stuff people claim Trump was doing, but like no one cares about it when Biden right. does it. And he's like, "Yeah, but Trump's just worse." Like even after hearing everything, it sounds right? like my daughter answering these. And questions. it's like, <laughs> it, it just to a point where I think people they've they've dug in so much, and I get it. Like uh, to me, I think January six was my turning point. Once everyone was like, "They're taking over," and I was like, "Are y'all watching that? They're walking." There's an old lady on a fucking scooter, and y'all are like, "They're overthrowing the government." It's an insurrection. I was like. <sighs> I don't know. This is weird. So I think around the end when I probably went a little less liberal and I still don't like Trump. I just the way everything's handled. I'm like, people are 
Y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are so dug in. He's warped people's minds on both sides. So maybe he's the Antichrist, people. Because, like, people like my daughter. Is he left-handed? I think Antichrist has to be left-handed. That's in the Bible. (laughs) See, I missed that. Thank you. I think think that's that's part of it. They have a silver tongue. You say the word Trump or red, and my daughter just goes apeshit. But then I got people on my Facebook. Oh, Trump was the greatest president we ever had. What the fuck were you looking at? What did he do? (laughs) It's... Right, it's I mean, crazy. It was to me. entertaining, absolutely. I'll give you that. He was one of the most entertaining. I just, and again, I know he says all the time, but it really does break down to uh, when him and Hillary ran. Everyone voted for him. They weren't even a fan of him. They were like, "But we didn't have Hillary." So when he was present, present, they're like, "What the fuck about this?" Go, yeah, but imagine Hillary. Okay. And then you're like, okay. And then whenever him and Biden ran, and Biden won, you talk to liberals, like, "Yeah, Biden sucks." Like, yeah, but imagine Trump. And so, like, they're never actually right. for their person. I they're just against the other it, one. It right. wasn't that bad. My pocketbook was actually pretty good. I don't know how y'all's was. Mine was good. Um, mine was about the same. <laughs> it didn't honest. really change. Okay, I, mean, I like, was doing better during Obama. I will say that. And I've said that before to someone on this podcast who's concerned. They're like, "How in the world?" And I was like, "I guess maybe just my tax break. I don't know. Whatever I was at then, then now, like at the beginning of right. Democrats, it seemed like we always do a little better, and then it tanks." Yeah, could be, and it takes back over at the end of the Republican, back into the Democrats. Say they're trying to play each other. There's That's- a cartoon that explains the Federal Reserve that I showed Koopy this morning, and she said it made her depressed because you know I'm slowly reading her in my conspiracy world, and it was just explaining how we gave over the ability to print money to the Federal Reserve, which is not a government institution; it's a bank owned by the fucking. Rothschilds and everyone else, yeah. right? And like they actually they control the mint that we have to ask them for permission and we just pay loans to this family forever. Um, and that's why we're gonna be in debt forever. And you watch it and you're like, oh, we're just fucked. I mean, and I know that's sad, but like you watch this and you're like, they've got it. I mean, there's what do you fuck, what are you gonna do about it? You know, like what so I mean it's cool to know, but also there at a time it is also more fun. It's probably better to like not know, you know, like why worry about it. I hope on your list somewhere you got the alien bullshit because I missed that somewhere. Yeah, I got it actually somewhere. We'll get there. Like I said, I I just thought about it. It ran across the line. If I lose them thoughts, they're gone. Um, I'm going (laughs) to, I real quick shout out Good Pods. If you need a podcast app, Good Pods, we were in the top 10 at one time of shows for indie shows. I think we've fallen off the apps coming with popularity, but if you need one, go listen there. Um, I guess I would still prefer Spotify number one because we get paid more for the ads there, but. If you don't like using Spotify, I know I don't really like listening to pod, to podcasts on Spotify because that's where I listen to music, and for I just like to keep them separate myself. And uh, I wish they had just separate apps. I would I'd be way cool with that. Um, so I get it. But if you're looking for one, um, Good Pods has been decent. They have a good podcast discovery page. You can look at like recommended shows and stuff like that. So if you want to get a podcast, we're gonna shout them out. Um, and yeah, so let's play our first song before we get too deep. Now on. Episode 30, we're going to do like we did episode 20, where we're playing best of episode, best of songs. So these are the best of songs from, oh, fuck, episodes 10 through 20. 10 through 19, actually, technically. And um, <laughs> some shit. so we're bringing some shit back here. You yeah. know, these should all be pretty fucking good. Also, the most of them are going to be some biased because they're the homies and shit like the that. But, you know, homies, you know, I'll see um, my fucking homies. So the first one we're going with is from a dude named Spider Deuce. Spider motherfucking Deuce, dude. Now, Spider Deuce, if you're hearing this, you just send us more songs. I feel like you sent me an email that had like a link that just didn't work or something once. But if you have any other songs, of course, send them over. We'll. Uh, Adam and Les, but the name of this song, and I don't even remember what episode this is from because I don't remember, uh, but the name of the song is King of the Jungle. Let's go get it. Tarzan! 
units for the armed robbery just occurred, 
we got a house for rent across street actually two now we had one when i first wrote this down but now i got two but the one over here with for a two bedroom one bath is 850 a month so if anyone wants to live across the street caddy corner from me uh next to a brahms <laughs> That's what Ooh. that's what we got here in Ada, Oklahoma. Flavors, see that smells. That's right. And then across the street, those people moved out. But I don't know if they're renting it or trying to sell it because it's like a real estate sign, not a for rent sign. But who knows? But some of the realtors have like renters. Rent, what rent they rent do, these real estate people are getting them, and then they're making everybody pay for the application fee of like fifty bucks, so they get like three hundred applicants. Yeah, and then they, they turn already them all make down. their goddamn money. And then yeah. They, I've actually yeah. heard about that. I also watched a thing again, showing Koopy all the dystopian future uh, videos, explaining how Wells Fargo is getting out of the mortgage industry, and then they're like the biggest lender in America or whatever, and they're not giving out house loans. And then basically, all these banks are going to start buying and building properties and own them and rent them. And they said, and they're trying to blame millennials. They're saying millennials don't want to buy houses; they want to rent, and so therefore this is what they want and like but they're just gonna all be corporate landlords in the future so that's fun well look at like you said that house is rent two bedroom one bath it's probably hell i ain't even looked out the window at it. it's probably shitty looking um yeah well 850 a month hell i got a three bedroom one bath house that uh we're paying to own and i'm paying 600 guys right. buy your houses don't mess yeah. with the rent but, but what it is that you they have to pay to fix stuff yeah these new millennials or whatever year the the new working generation they don't want to commit to jobs they don't want to be somewhere committed 40 hours they want to work on the internet roam around their house go back enter some data entry I maybe mean, awesome. sleep in all day I, I think that's what they have life pictured well, man i don't think that's their dream i think most have like some sort of uh dream scenario and until then they don't want to work hard right like i think it's like because okay. i i understand it. i just think a lot of times for the millennial type it's like i'll work hard when i'm working that cool ass job right but they don't realize they're like you probably aren't getting the cool ass job by not working hard before that you know and so and i get it because there's times where i'm like fuck this job or whatever but you're like well i mean well i'm seeing it every so, day i'm yeah. seeing like people that used to be like they're idealists. i've worked with and shitty workers now they're working these good easy jobs i'm just like how but also fuck? i mean if you if you got paid the same of course i would take the easier job that paid the same as the hard oh, man, job. I mean, so we all want to get rich quick scheme. I mean, we yeah. just, I get can't, die trying, I can't figure it out and it's starting to piss me off. Like another guy that fucking makes twice what I make and he's a whiny little bitch. I mean, he, he's a good, he's a friendly acquaintance and uh, he just whines on his Facebook all the goddamn time and fucking all my air conditioners out. Well, fucking a goddamn $200 part just shows up by one of your buddies. Right. Like he gets everything, gets the fucking, goes into fucking doing this thing, gets all of the product that he needs to work with, just given to him. I was like, what the fuck? Why is yeah. everybody just fucking? Well, he's there to test you in the simulation. Um, <laughs> do y'all remember all the places you've rented? Like, for, like when you got here, ninety nine, or you were in a, how long did you stay in the dorms? Uh, man, my first roommate JJ was first semester. Oh, all right. So, yeah, I got kicked out uh, one month in being in the dorms because I got arrested for pot in the dorms. And so I had to get an apartment. Okay, it was right behind Pasagi, which is a dorm. People don't know what that is. Uh, it was above a garage apartment. And I think they charged me like 500 a month. It was way overcharged. It was one room, a kitchen, and a bathroom. That was it, like not a bedroom. There was a living room, a kitchen, and a bathroom. That was the whole apartment. And it was tiled. Everything was like 
bathroom towel. It was yeah. like, what the fuck? Can't like, hang nothing unless you got the sticky shit. <laughs> well, I mean, like the floors, like everything was like cold and shit. And you were mm. like, this is so weird. Uh, but it had a cool little balcony. I done that one semester. My parents were just paying for it because I was I got kicked out of school, you know, uh, or kicked out the dorm. So but then I got another apartment a lot cheaper over here, the Kessinger apartments. Yeah. And then that one was like way cooler and it was way cheaper it was like 300 250 maybe maybe 250 a month damn i could i mean it was really affordable i got all of a sudden i was like i got this yeah this back then on, 250 to 450 was pretty common yeah, average yeah blows my mind to think about that <laughs> right Not, so, 99 and it was 250 10, 10, with water included it was like you didn't have to pay the water yeah and your garbage because garbage and water's together here um so you only had to pay your electricity and I just fucking ran those window units nonstop. Just fucking let's go. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't have any other bills. I mean, that was like my only big bill. So I was all for an adventure. I remember the day I got internet in that apartment. I got a Wii or I had a Wii and I got Madden and I was like, I want to play Madden online. I went into fucking cable one. Got here. So I've been paying for internet since I was 19. So like at my job, there's people who complain the school should like give them free internet. And I was like, you fucking piece of shit. Go fucking buy internet. It's fucking a, it's like any other utility. What are you talking right. about? Well, let's talk about internet real quick. What pissed me off was what do you pay for internet? Uh seventy-eight or something like that. Seventy dollars, something like that. All right. So my internet bill for the house. Okay, this is with the forty dollar cable on there, so it's two eighty three every fucking oh, month. Shit. God damn. <laughs> well they have I have people friends that work in there and they'll put us down on that hundred and fifty dollar plan or whatever. But they say we use so much internet in our house that we're on a I check my we, usage a that lot. we have to be on a commercial plan. You can go check that. So if you log in yeah. to their account, because I do this, because I went over it's two all months in my ago. Name, so, yeah. Right. I'll, I'll, two months ago, we went over and I had to pay an extra $15. And I was like, what the fuck happened? So I logged in and it said we went over like by like a gigabyte. We have a 750 gigabyte a month plan is what ours right. is. So if anyone's curious. And my download speeds are like 25 to 40 or something. Well, so it's, there, it's decent internet. But if I start downloading a lot of games... Like, if I'm just like, fuck, I'm loading up on games this month, I can go over that. And yeah, then they charge you like however much. Now, when Colton and Trent were in the house, I believe it. Right. Because they was constantly gaming all hours of the well, fucking night. There's another big part, though. See, once you download and you're playing online games, it doesn't take that much internet. Another yeah. time we went over is uh, if you have Netflix and you have it set on the highest quality, and now it's trying to stream 1080p 4K shit to your I TV all the that, time, yeah. that uses like over a gig an hour. Whereas if you go put it on medium, that uses like 0.1 gigs an hour. So, like, on my account on Netflix, I have mine on the medium setting and Koopies is on the high setting. So, like, I'll be like, all right, hey, let's go to yours for the better show you know if it's worth it but yeah it's great that's the only one you can even decide so other yeah. shit if so, your internet's fast it'll just decide we're doing this show no and the internet fucking lagging all the goddamn time <laughs> yeah. it's fucking bullshit internet spark off the worst goddamn internet i've ever had in my whole fucking See, life mine was really slow what does y'all's router look like i don't know well if you leave here look at mine if yours don't look like this tell them you need you think your router is bad you need a new well, one she's already got them coming to check i think but i've already uh, been on it with them we <laughs> had this old shitty router when i first saw this podcast it would take me like 30 minutes to upload an episode we had like horrible upload speed and then they came out and they said dude you still have this model we're gonna replace this and as soon as they did my internet went like so seven times faster. what everyone tells me is if you buy your own yeah it's even better but there's only a certain few brands that will work with Sparklight. That's the trick. People go buy these expensive modems and shit and then can't use them because they don't accept those. So we got to open up certain ports and dumb shit. Yeah, it's a big pain in the ass. But um, yeah, but they say they say you could get these badass modems that work with it and then don't pay them. Right. Because, yeah, you have to pay a 
fee of some sort. So. Yeah, but anyway, we're we're just getting fucking handed to us for fucking yeah, internet yeah, over there. Yeah, that's crazy. Two hundred forty dollars a month, and only forty dollars a cable. Yeah, forty three dollars a month for the for the cable. Yeah, that's basic, pretty good. Basic cable. Yeah, I don't even have the big box. I mean, just so I can have football when I want it. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm a crazy. sports junkie. Huh? Pretty crazy. Um, I don't. You, I don't like sports on the apps, man. Buffering and sports, absolutely not. Right. Nope. I'm not. I, I'm out. I'd rather not watch. I'm trying to think of other apartment things before I get off my top. See, Tanglehood was like 400 a month, maybe. So me and Pella split that. Tanglehood. That was pretty good. It was all <laughs> maybe not, cheaper. It was all 600 or less, and started. Oh about yeah, two, if something was 600 to 600. See, I remember me and Pella looked at this place on Corona Street. And it was really fucking nice, like way too nice. But it would be like we knew if we got this place with another roommate, it would become a party house because it was just like being in a fraternity. That's how it was going to be. And yeah. I didn't really want to have a party house myself, um, but it was six fifty. And I was like, bro, I don't know if we can swing six fifty a month. We have to get a third roommate. <laughs> you know, and it was. Yeah, we was doing this on seven dollars an hour. Yeah. It's, I mean, it ain't changed. Minimum wage is the same. I mean, it went up when I was in college. Yeah, my but first they year. Up making it. They're all making 13, 14, 15 bucks an hour. Some are not fucking those shitty pizza. I went to Pizza Hut. I gotta explain my shitty Pizza Hut trouble. I've been trying to show through all the pizzas, of course. Um, San Ramos got marked off my list because they fucked up, and I was like, I think never again. Closed for a short time or something. Oh, crazy! So I was like, you know what? I went to Pizza Hut in years, and me and Kubi, we lived in Medill. Mm-hmm. Their Pizza Hut was great, so we just have all these memories of like a really good Pizza Hut. And I'm like, you know what? Let's I- give them a shot. It was my pizza was burnt as fuck. I mean, it was the worst pizza I've got. I we threw away the whole thing, just like I threw away the San Ramos one. So, I'm just I'm giving up. We I, made pizza bagels the other day. They were a thousand times better than any pizza I've ordered from a fucking restaurant. Why do you think I'd be home making pizza at home? Yeah, I, I, I mean, need to get we have I have eaten pizza. I've tried it one time since I moved here in 1999. And their was, wings used to be the best. They're so it bad. was so, so bad. bad. The Pizza Hut in Ada, like all they'll have these commercials and man, Pizza Hut be looking good. The only thing but that was, I just like write them off because everyone knows the Ada Pizza Hut is the worst Pizza Hut that exists. I, the only thing that good that happened was they sent me an email the next day. It said, would you like to review your order with us yesterday? And I was like, yes, I would. And I just gave them one stars across the board. Big paragraph of how this is the worst fucking pizza. So they said the TV said my shit was done. And then 25 minutes later, after I go up to the counter, they go, yeah, here it is. And turns out, I guess they kept it in the oven for that long because it was burned as fuck. And I was like, <laughs> like, I was just like an asshole in the thing. But I was like, good. They're all fucking meth heads working in there, honestly. Yeah, so I just, they, look fucking they all look fucked up. <laughs> so, like, y'all work back there? Well, fuck, you're making eight, ten dollars an hour. We right, they're we making ten because they have a sign outside that says we're now hiring ten dollars an hour. And I was like, well, that's what meth heads get paid in eight Oklahoma. So if you want to move here, work at Pizza Hut for ten dollars an hour and rent this apartment or house across the street for eight fifty a month. That's what you and could y'all do. Y'all do the bath, man. There ain't much left over after paying eight fifty a month, getting uh, getting <laughs> yeah. paid eight fifty an hour. I mean, you know, come on, man. Yeah, now I would work at the Brahms. See, it doesn't. It pays pretty good. It to doesn't try make next sense though, like how much they charge for houses versus are the income. Yeah, it is so fucking mind blowing. It's not even. And then why do you have to sign when you sign a house contract? Why do you have to sign ninety two pages? Why <laughs> are they protecting themselves so bad because they know they're about to fuck you? And they and there's no way out of it. Is yeah. I mean, why do you have to sign 92 times when, when my, it's one entity loaning you the money? When my parents rented their house, which they sold it within the last year, I was very excited about that. But the house I grew up in, they rented it for a long time, and there was just a one page lease agreement, and mm-hmm. there, there was like all these weird stipulations. My mom put in, not weird, but it was like 
you know, if we give you a notification, you have to move out in 30 days. I think that was like the weirdest thing in her thing. But she always told me that's there in case you ever need to move back, need a house. And I was like, thanks, mom. Appreciate it. Hell but yeah. uh, they eventually sold it, which is cool because I wouldn't want to own that house myself. Um, but and not to be more too morbid, their house right now on the lake is very cool. I've told y'all like, well, if I ever got that house, that house is pretty sweet. Right on the lake. Well, fuck. So, let's go fishing one of these weekends. Let's do it. Uh, I'm I'm all down. I have to get a fishing license, but I'm Me I too. can do that. I mean, it's right, real easy online. Boom. Yeah. yeah, I it makes sense to do it on a Sunday, so we'd probably have to postpone an episode or whatever. We could totally do that. Um, my hey, I'd give up a free Sunday to fish. Right for sure. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> my dad, I know, is just off on Sunday, so I'd work better for him. And um. I have this stuff coming up. They're going to work on my house starting in August, some, like day before school starts, which is annoying as fuck. And it could take eight to 10 business or eight to 13 business days. So that's two to three weeks. Um, so I'm trying to get caught up as much as I can on this shit. Uh, you know, I think we're going to do it without missing any, but we'll, we'll get caught up eventually where we'll start recordings on Sundays. They'll come out that Wednesday after all this happens. So, hey, boom, boom. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it'll be a little different, uh, but maybe on one of those weekends. Yeah. We could go down to war. You can hit my dad up or something. That'd no, be in war. You can quite some time. Yeah, it could be. Dead, dude. Yeah, I bet so. I bet so. Well, Dustin gets along with the aunts and uncles, and I mean, I do with a couple, but the other one, I don't want to just go sit and listen to. Right, guys. that's the thing. We get along with them, and again, this might be our weird uh, autism, ADHD, whatever the fuck, neurodivergencies we have. <laughs> I cannot imagine this whole like, let's just go hang out and sit in a room with people. Like, I need a purpose. I need, like, what's the goal? And I do go see my parents, but it's always like, well, I have to see them because it's Father's Day. And it's, like, I have, like, something in my mind. I can't. doing nothing. No, let's go back to my house where I don't have to, you know, act and pretend and... And also, well, I watch my P's and Q's and <laughs> right. It's gotten a lot better. Like since I got my medical card uh, and I can be way open about my pot smoking, right. I can just go, like, I'm going to go on the back porch and smoke a joint and my parents don't care. They're like, yeah, all right, you have a car. That's fine. But before that, I felt like such a black sheep criminal being around <laughs> them. I couldn't do anything. And I still kind of feel that around my wife's family, you know, but that's because she's if you know, me and Mo even went up to talk to each other, all the heads would pop and they would start <laughs> making potheads. Oh, they over there smoking that dope. I, I remember when I you, mean, it would just start in me. You got invited to my wedding and a lot of other family didn't. And they were like, oh, because we didn't smoke pot with you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, probably to be fucking honest. But <laughs> well, no, actually, the last year we kind of started hanging out. That's right. what happened. I mean, and that, no offense, guys. I mean, our we room, didn't hang out up until the room held 75 people. <laughs> and I told Koopy, you can have all of them. I don't give a fuck if any people want to come. So, I, I mean, that was just what it was. You know, I was like, I don't give a fuck. So, we filled them up with who we could. I mean, I didn't even have all my fraternity brothers invited or most, you know, half didn't show. Um, more than Pow Wow. I felt good. But not the shit on Pow Wow. But I remember I felt so bad for Pow Wow. He ex- all these people just claimed he, they were going to show up. And then day of, it's me drunk ass skinny. That's the drunks I've ever seen skinny. He was throwing, he kind of made a scene, but uh, drunk skinny was there. That's why I had to give up drinking because I would do what you and then, uh, skinny. <laughs> and then I think we might have been the only ones. I don't know if there was any other fraternity besides me and him. And I was pissed because, like I said, D. Lee call was acting like he was in a in Tulsa. You can't believe anything D. Lee says, man. He's been going on since. And I'm sorry if I forget anybody. I don't think I would have to ask him, but I'm pretty sure that was about it, you know. And then again, I'm not not a talk shit, but it's just my memories, and that's what we do on a podcast. His wife's family weren't the top to like stay in hotels and shit, right? And so they just weren't going to come to the wedding. 
And so Pow Wow's grandparents were like, fuck that. We'll pay for all their rooms or whatever. So they stay in the same hotel that that I, me and Koopy did. And um, it was right next door to the venue and all this shit. And then they fucking left the wedding early to go swim in the pool. Weddings over receptions are like, yeah, we're gonna go see that. We don't get to stay in hotels. We're gonna go swim. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I felt so defensive for Powell that day because every time something fucked up, I was like, I'm the best man. And y'all are all fucking, but I mean, he, Powell has such a great attitude. It didn't affect him at all. Right. Yeah, weddings are, but it was like, yeah, it was weird. Well, see, I've never really been in a wedding party per se. I somehow, I don't know. I've never been in in one. Right. Well, you know, it's part of my friends versus acquaintances. I got, I got mostly acquaintances. So, um, yeah, I've just never been in them. So I don't know how they work, but I but I stand in the background and watch. And the mother's families at these fucking weddings. It is not y'all's goddamn wedding. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> Sit yeah. the fuck down. You had your turn. <laughs> you had I was turn. not in a great mood my wedding day. I mean, I was not all excited. I was definitely... Uh, I don't know, nerve. I just was not. I don't know. I was. Clo- yeah, I was very cold. I was very cold and closed off. And then they got these photographers that want to just fucking stand in our room and take pictures of us hanging out. And I was like, get away! I, don't know, I just hated. I hate getting my picture taken. Said also Amy the wrong way. And so I, all the way until the reception. The reception, I started having a decent time. But before that, the whole day was like. Yeah, you was like in one mood. Well, <laughs> like, 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 no, we got to take 178 pictures, really. Yeah, like, you know. My mom's not any professional photographer. I ruined so, all of my pictures because I'm just, I look so pissed, basically. Well, so you have your professional <laughs> you hired, but when you're in my family, right. you have my mother that can't stay in her own place, but she's still going to take her thousand pictures. Right. So you got to pose for 2,000 pictures. You know what I mean? Because mom ain't going to take no for an answer. Like She's just going she gonna to get her pictures. Right. Yeah. It's uh, right. My mom is ridiculous. <laughs> I think she's fun, you know. Good time. Hmm. Um, you get to see it from afar. Well, I got only, the only time I saw her was at your crab boil. You know, that was the only time I've ever uh, witnessed her. But I remember I agreed with her about um, her about her opinions on it all, and I was like, "Yo, everyone was giving her shit about." It. She was like, "I don't like the seasoning. It's just whatever." And y'all were like, "This is gourmet seasoning." And everyone was against her, and she held her ground. She was like, "I don't give a fuck what y'all like." So she didn't say that. <laughs> well, she that's also what she meant. orders tri- steaks triple X, well done. Yeah, that's a- <laughs> and she sends food back at restaurants constantly, which y'all know better than that. Yeah, well, like she's old and she won't listen to change. I mean, I'm sitting here talking about I'm struggling with change, but that's where you know, you I'm get making it from. fun of my mother. Yeah, yeah, I get it from my mama. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, all right, let's play another song here. Uh, we haven't even got to basically anything on the list yet for this episode, which is I think awesome. <laughs> that's good. Um, all right, we're going with. Lil Dame. Little Dame. Uh, motherfucker. Lil Dame broke something in his leg, something serious. He's been out of commission for months. This is the last song he sent us. Hey, it was on the AMO Makes Beats beat. And uh, I don't think this is out anywhere on streaming, but I could be wrong. So if he broke his leg, he should be making more music. I think it's like his thigh bone or like it was like a crazy. But he's, but he's still sitting down. For sure. He would have time to ride. Maybe he can ride, but he goes to like real studios. Okay. You know, I don't, he's not some fucking amateur like me rapping at my podcast mic on a, <laughs> in a table. I think he does the real shit. Um, so anyway, the name of the song is Like Jones Ooh. by Lil Dane. Who? You call that a knife. <laughs> uh-huh. Gang. Shout out Mo and the boys. Oh, yeah. Damn, damn, damn. Uh, 
Back then they didn't want me. Keep a hot color gauge low, so the nigga try me go back above. With you woo cool, yeah, yeah. I'm on his ass, you selling chop. Big cash, can't fit a wallet. Lil' Dave make big deposits. Back then they didn't want me. I was serving while y'all was yawning. Work in the morning like Tom John. Crazy how when the money add up, then you gotta divide the circle. She ain't want me fuck that dish, want me fuck now. Catch his bitch ass flexing in that spider whip, we gon' pee the pocket. Get it done for two girls as I always know to do a good bargain. Boss man, I'm elder bargain. Dead ass, we buying coffins. I go deep in Washington and I'm running plays like Tim McClure. Man, what you know about doing that? Bring a quarterback and make quarter sacks and put them on the line and watch them double back. Sometimes mellow mild with the bubble wrap. Good, great, bad, I hold a sacks. I get them going, never ship them back. I triple profits, then triple that. Cook, clothes, rap, I triple track. Back then they didn't want me. Keep a hot color gauge low, so the nigga try me go back above. With the woo yeah, yeah, I'm on his ass, he's selling chocolate. Big cash, can't fit a wallet. Lil' Dave make big deposits. Back then they didn't want me. I was serving while y'all was yawning. Work in the morning like Tom Jones. Crazy how when the money add up, then you gotta divide the circle. She ain't want me fuck that, then show me fuck now. I don't even want it. Little Dame. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always with that fire. With Light Jones. Light Jones. Like who? That's right. Uh, yeah, from Philly. Go follow him wherever. Um, I knew it was coming. I said, Philly, Philly, Philly. I heard it. You stopped. Then you said, oh, fuck it. I'm going. <laughs> like, oh. I almost paused and didn't do it. I couldn't help it. No, you got to keep the podcast lore Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. <laughs> got to keep because all the new people are like i don't know what the fuck they're laughing at but <laughs> the people that have been here they know the day one exactly the guys have went back and listened they know what's up when they find philly 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 they'll know it and then they'll start when laughing they start feeling yeah. it. <laughs> and they'll be stuck in their head for five years um keep it going that's right uh Skinny, I was going to ask you something here. I put something special down the list for you. Oh, yeah? I believe you had Jason Aldean on your top five favorite country oh, okay. singer I, list. I knew this was coming. <laughs> and that's why I watched the video, too. I was like, yeah. I was wanted, I wanted to hear the song and shit. So, Jason Aldean was uh, <laughs> maybe your number one. Yeah, he's my number he one. He was Skinny's number he's one. my number one. Favorite country singer. So, it's just funny how it all worked out. Because I explained this. Brad heard this two weeks ago on the podcast. See, when you believe in simulation theory, you got to plant the seeds mm -hmm. for the simulation to make okay. the storylines. So since Skinny brought up Jason Aldean on the podcast, it put him his name into the storyline mm -hmm. of what's going to happen in the simulation. <laughs> and uh, he puts out this song called Try That in a Small Town. Mm -hmm. Now, I have many thoughts as well, but we'll get to Skinny first, of course, um, as our resident country music fan <laughs> and black normal co-host. Uh, I feel like it just lines up perfectly. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Uh, so his song Try That in a Small Town, people are claiming it's racist. It, it now, there seems to be two arguments because mm -hmm. there was a bunch of rednecky motherfuckers at my job. Uh, not that I work with normally, but I just happened to see and they were uh -huh. all arguing in an office. So I had to poke my head in and like yeah. listen and be, give my two cents. 
I don't think the song by itself, people are saying are racist. People yeah. are saying you hear the song and it is fun. But um, yeah, once you see you the hear- video, there's like a newspaper in the video that if you zoom in and figure out what newspaper it is, those articles for that when well, he chose yeah. is about this lynching scenario. Well, you know, there was that, like that uh, courthouse he's in front of, there was a lynching in front of that. And there was, right, and that. So those yeah. two things together are saying the video is racist because he purposely did this shit tying it to lynching to give people like, so this is like a dog whistle that it's racist, basically, is what the left is saying. Now, um, the song, I understand it. Now, yeah. I will say, I don't think it's authentic or whatever. And this is another great, the simulation, guys, is perfect. Jason Aldean is from Macon, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where Graveyard Entertainment is from, our biggest supporter. So that's why it's all connected here. 200,000 people in that town. 200,000 people. He's not from a small town. As someone from a town that has like 1,500 people in it right now, mm-hmm. I'm from a small town. And no one would try any of the things he's saying because that's just, it doesn't affect. I think yeah. the premise. Instead of saying, like, you wouldn't try that here because you're scared, it's more of, like, no one cares, so they don't do anything here. But I also get his premise of it's a different world in a yeah, small town it, yeah, that's than right. the cities. Like, it's just a completely different world, and all everyone on the news acts like only their view matters when it's like, mm. no, if you went anywhere else, they would be like, I don't know. I think it's complicated in a way, but yeah. I don't think it's racist. Yeah, myself. No, I don't think it's racist at all. Looking at it and hearing it and shit, like I understand. It's like, yeah, you're right. Shit is different in small towns compared to a big city and shit. How they shit run and shit. Now it is virtue signaling. I mean, it's just everything that we complain about liberals for being like, you, you know, the person that goes online, they're like, well, I think the black should blah blah. You know, it it's just like, the same thing about the other. It's a he's like virtue signaling to the small town conservatives because he wants them to listen to his music. And it's you know? like it's like it's like a modern day, ver- it's like a new version of Hank right. Williams' song because he had a song about talking about uh, shit going on in a small town and shit, and he was talking about uh, stringing them up and shit. Right. So he got a song like that. <laughs> well, I've seen some country singers, some of the like, like Tyler Chill. Tyler Childress is that his name who's like a pretty like a good songwriter there's a few guys that are good songwriter and they've come out kind of hating of like it's just not a well-written song if you want to write about small towns there's a lot of struggles you could write about that's more country than this this is kind of like Mm -hmm. some like I don't know so what are your thoughts Snappy has any of y'all listened to rap music ever (laughs) yes why do they get to express themselves in a rap video without no Push back hardly, and then this dude's racist because he sang a song. I mean, I didn't see where it was. Well, racist. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I think because a lot of people are comparing that to like, well, wet ass pussy gets all the play, right? It's so vulgar, but it's not race. I mean, to me, racist is the key word here for like the liberals. So maybe if a uh, black now this wouldn't, but I'll just go through the thought. If, say if something was like kill all the whites in the shit, and it was like a bluntly racist, but then again, people say, well, black people can't be racist because they're not in a position of power, and I'm like, well, they have a lot of power right now i don't know i, I put it on spotify when i've seen some the news break out or whatever it's the number one song in the country right now so well, it's funny i that. heard a couple and i was like well i don't see it as racist and then right. every time i right. seen a comment i kept scrolling because i'm like this is fucking ridiculous it's however they interpret it people were wanting something to bitch about it's like the bible you can interpret it a hundred different ways so, I mean, everyone, I mean, I everyone he, has different interpretations. As and, someone who makes music, and I can't speak for him, I don't know anything about the guy. I just think he saw an angle to make a song. Well, yeah, I mean, and he made like the song. singers don't, like, right? They have songs written for them all the time. Exactly. They, they I don't, they're like storytelling. Those, those I just shit. don't think it's as deep. I think he was like, oh, here's a fun, just like the guy yeah. that's like, fuck, boycott and target. And he also made the, 
Marjorie Taylor Greene song. He's like a rapper that's pro I Trump. He's like he's just trying to get listened. They have you know? figured out how to make a quick buck that we brought up earlier exactly. on in the episode. So. Right. So I don't. I just don't think you can take it all seriously. But if you want to get mad or whatever, and it's just like I mentioned with the Rogan Jim Gaffigan thing. Like everything is immediately mm-hmm. political. It's mm-hmm. like all of a sudden like is that right or left which side and you're like what are you talking about like i don't even think about this shit i'm just like here's what my fucking brain tells me to think and yeah. i just say it i don't know yeah if i seen that come uh up come up to one i was scrolling i just kept scrolling because the comments would just put you in a negative right place yeah. i don't need a negative booze. see i kind of like it to be honest i I, I mean, maybe this is the wrong strategy. I get on TikTok. I see the one of Mitch McConnell going fucking robot mode, you know, and they're like, he, they turned him off. They push a button on his arm. And I'm like, oh, let's deep dive into this dumb shit. I got reading the comments. are like, they've had robot technology since 2009. I'm like, oh, my God. I love yeah, it. I think that stage was used in some of that stuff y'all said, but I think it was used in like a hundred, another hundred videos or some shit like that as well. So it's a pretty popular scene for play, people to do videos and shit. Right. From what I read. Um, all right. We're gonna say we Jason Aldean's still skinny's favorite. Oh yeah. So it was a suck song. at libtards. He, he's trying to make money. <laughs> yeah. Doing well, thing. I guess. I saw people are now liberals or something like now he's their enemy, right? So they're like, Oh, what about the Las Vegas shooting when you didn't warn your fans about it? And then they like started relaying this information where someone done a shooting there, right? And they're like, look at his stupid skinny jeans. Looks so feminine. I'm like, I thought your side was cool with feminine men. And the first thing you do is you make fun of him for his feminine pants. I just think yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, his ass about passed out on stage too here recently too. And then if, <laughs> I didn't see that. He's like, motherfucker over here, you gotta take a run off stage. He's no Willer Walker Jr. or Walker Willer Jr. He's yeah. my new favorite country singer. Uh, I mean, I've known him about a year, but he makes like comedy country. He has a song called Drugs and Bitches right now. It's pretty great. Um, but the Las Vegas shooting thing, when people start looking at it, there's like a huge conspiracy of like the CIA fucking let it happen and all this crazy <laughs> shit, you know? So people should look into that more. Maybe yeah, he's okay. coming around for all that. Who knows? Um, another thing I was going to ask, I have a thing here for Snappy. You had a new job. You lasted for almost two hours this week and uh, let us know what happened there. Man, well, I, I took a second job because, you know, I took this first job and I just don't think it's going to pay the bills. But I hadn't started yet. I hadn't even done paperwork, but my wife's keeps been on me about getting a second job. So I was like, fuck it and start putting in an application. Well, fucking Boomerang calls me. A little new diner in, in town. <laughs> well, I go in, man. This motherfucking kitchen. Like, bro, I could lay down in and fucking not even lay down all the way. Right. I'm fucking 6'3", 260 pounds. They put me on this little bread stage. Well, yeah, the chicken strip basket gets three. This gets six. This gets three. This gets two. Got four different things of flour. All look fairly similar. Not even enough room for a motherfucker to stand beside you and train. He had to jump in, tell you something, and take off. After an hour, you know, I was kind of going slow. You know how it goes in the restaurants. You know, so I got booted. And I was making hamburger patties. I'm just watching, watching this pandemonium. Man, that fucking anxiety shit starts fucking just kicking in. I'm like, bro, I, man, I got to fucking go. Like, I got to get out this fucking building like. I was about to explode or something like that. It was just making me so uncomfortable. Right. So uh, one of the managers is, oh, yeah, man, in the meantime, this old lady owner, she's just in the background hopping around. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm the owner. I'm the owner. Well, she wasn't even doing nothing. Just been excited, not knowing what to do. Oh, you need to do computer work? I said, no, they're just getting me out of the way because I was going slow. Oh, it's too hot in there? Ma'am, I was going slow. I needed to be moved out the way. It's, It's all good. 
Right. And I told the manager, I was like, man, this ain't working for me. He's like, what? Oh, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. I was like, bro. And I pointed to the kitchen. I said, that is fucking chaos. I was like, I'm sorry y'all didn't take enough pride and build a kitchen bigger than six foot. Yeah, piece that is, of I mean, shit. I'm, I'm sorry y'all didn't do that. If y'all want to struggle like this every day, that's cool. I'm not into it. Uh, he just looks at me and I go, yeah. I said, I got a full-time job. I was just trying a second job out and this ain't it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. And his eyes were about as big around as they could be. I said, now would you show me the damn time clock? Made him walk me to the time clock. Right. I ain't, never, I ain't never done that. I ain't never been in a job at less than six months. Usually <laughs> two years, 17 years, four years. I mean, like, I always last a long time. And you gotta put that one on your resume? Well, fuck no. <laughs> I mean, I probably don't even gonna put the dispensary. I'm gonna put a uh, uh, private, uh, private work. Right. Uh, uh, I signed an NDA. I signed an NDA for those two years. I can't discuss it. <laughs> so you should write. Uh, my dad had a moment like this, and it really surprised me. Um, I've quit uh, two jobs. I quit the grocery store in high school, <laughs> where the lady I called her racist because she told me I had to follow around the black family that came in and make sure they didn't steal anything. And I told her she was racist and she got offended and went and told the boss the next day because I worked after school that I was uh, sitting around reading inquires all day on the clock. And I was like, well, you can pull up the fucking camera. You have cameras all around here. <laughs> and so I just quit because he was questioning me about it. I was like, I ain't working these fucking old racist ladies anyway. And so uh, that was the first job I quit. And then I did quit the movie theaters when they tried to get me to take the heat uh, for a film being fucked up because the manager was going to get in a big trouble if he took the heat. And I was like, I didn't even fuck. I'll quit right now. I don't give a fuck about this. I got student loan money yesterday. I'll be out of this <laughs> motherfucker. Like, this I, don't mi- I don't mind doing shitty work, but if you ain't even going to put someone there to tell me what's going on, I'm a person. I have empo- I'm a, I've been a manager long enough. I have employee rights. Right. It is my right for you to fucking train me. Yeah. Hands down. If you don't want to take the pride in training, fuck off. Well, my dad's job, which I thought was interesting because he worked for 11 years in a fiberglass factory. Very hot, intensive job, right? Molten, hot fiberglass and shit. Very hard job. And then he worked uh, at Michelin, which you know a lot of people that work there. It's a very difficult job as well. And then he was like, uh, the post office job came available here in Ada. And he came to work at the post office job for one day. And I was kind of excited. I was like, cool, they might move up here or something, you know, and that'd be all right. And uh, he quit at lunch. They didn't give him a lunch, so he didn't quit at like 2 o'clock. Uh, he's like, they were treating me like a dog. And that's what he kept saying. And he was like, you know, and the way he talked about it was like, this woman was like just really mean to him, didn't want him to succeed, and it was like the worst <laughs> thing ever. But I just couldn't imagine that because I'm like, you worked in like 120 degree factories your whole what what are you talking you know fuck you couldn't handle a post office but there's different things for different people this pandemonium in that post office and what your dad is saying is 100% true of no people in the post office and during that time frame the lady that ran it was a fucking bitch okay so yeah I've been oh she yeah I felt bad for him though after yeah I, I, everyone knew she was a fucking bitch. I guess they like stand over and drop at you the whole time, like while they're training you, like and it's go 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 go. Yeah, like they're fucking constantly on you. I mean, it ain't like got time waiting to clean. Like go 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 go. Yeah, get those, get those, get those. Well, it get makes those. sense when it was chaos. when twenty dollars an hour was like you're about to be rich, but now it ain't that. I mean, it ain't yeah. worth that shit. So uh, that's kind of standard for some. I mean, Walmart makes fifteen dollars an hour for I think for the most part, if not more. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you'll start seeing people. I have noticed, like, there's a higher class of person that works at Walmart now. Like, they dress a little better. 
Yeah. They're like, that way he works at Walmart? I seen a man with titties the other day. Well, that, that's everywhere, man. <laughs> I was at this convenience store before, <laughs> before y'all got here. I went to the I convenience store, dude, so. and there was this big dude working there. I hadn't seen him before. His man titties, I don't try to mean, I feel fat all the time. I felt real fat lately. But seeing him made me feel great. He probably had, like, <laughs> me as just man titties and belly, but, like, one man titty was the size of my head. And it was like... And probably had the open cutout shirt. No, all it, the way to, it was all it was it? all closed in because it made it real round. I was like, those look nice. Uh, those are nice. What is it with the people that wear, like, the old workout shirts like we used to wear? Yeah. The and they got man boobs all the way down to their hips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know Bro, that, they gotta let them breathe. Stuff. They gotta let them breathe. I have a little self pride, man. I'm a big dude. And I can wear appropriate clothes. Like, no, I feel you. I would rather be hot yeah, and uncomfortable. Up. Shit, <laughs> we sexy out here. No, bro. man, this dude actually got a set of titties. Like, no, he's went, no. women with their leggings. These men are trying to show off yeah. too. You know, that dude's goofy, man. I, 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 yeah, free the nip. Yeah, free the nip. Oklahoma as a state, you are allowed man or woman to have your nipples out anywhere. That went into law. So we're yeah, come in law. That same time as uh, Bork came out, big old round titties. Yeah. So, move here if you want to uh, expose your nipples, people. He said Bork. Right. I like that. <laughs> That's what someone else called it the other he day. Said Bork. I mean, we need to remake it. Uh, it wouldn't have Pootie Mongas because we don't have contact. But me and Brad could remake it for sure. I just have to find the right beats. Because um, I I did like it at the time, but in hindsight, that beat's not hype enough for it. It's honestly too mellow. We need like a more dance track sort of beat. Um, yeah, so anyway, something that I can just play at the club like a little three minute clip. Exactly. Yeah, we'll be skiing everywhere. Or, let's play another song. On those boards. <laughs> uh, this is from an artist. We only played one song of his. I hit him up. I said, hey, send us more music. I uh, think this is really good. Um, he did not. So that's what he thought of our podcast. But no fear we're still gonna play it because i like yeah. the song it's from an artist who goes by the name of roberto horns roberto. no i'll just be robert but i feel like that's an o there i feel like roberto, roberto. and the name of the song roberto. is hunting season it's about time Shot a camouflage at the bar. i'm gonna kill something tonight you can bet your life Another shot, get her out to the car Hope this makes me feel alive I got some trophies I keep in my phone Put them away when a new one comes over Me and commitment just don't get along So I'm shooting shots till I take something home
Guess I'm back to the streets, I'ma buy a couple drinks If I talk cash, maybe I can pick up If she come home with me, I'ma fuck her to sleep When she call back, I won't ever pick it up I be on my bullshit, can't believe I'm doing this Another birthday, that's my cue, like a pool stick Fuck growing up, oldest nigga in the club I ain't even having fun, I'm just starting to look stupid That's why, lately I'm hating the way I'm behaving I bag me a lady, I hit and I'm waving Like they be in no homo sapiens should have relations unless they like me you think Roberto Horns. Roberto. Hell yeah. I like that vibe. Yeah. With vibe hunting me. season. We was hunting some shit. Yeah, nice and peaceful. Yeah. Mm. You got to do that if when you're hunting, you know, you don't want to scare them. Exactly. So, like, exactly. You'll be calm. Man, we fed some deer at the fucking petting zoo yesterday. Man, this fucking deer are weird. They, they you shoot them weird. afterwards or? No, we didn't oh. shoot them. Well, oh, and Skinny mentioned you had a job. You lasted 25 minutes. Is that correct? Yep, at that factory. Shit, I couldn't do it. Dar, that's where Snappy worked when he first like, started this shit. Tell me, dude, run those cups in that machine and shit. That burnt plastic. I was like, man, no, nah, this shit ain't. I can't do that. Fuck no. Right. I have a coworker who did the same thing. So he lasted like a day there and was like, no, nah, same for me. Um, mm. Once he saw they had these like safety switch parts, he was like, nope, I'm falling into the I'm machine. Just, I'm done. <laughs> so I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun stuff. Um, let's see what else we got. I mean, I have so much stuff I want to go with. But here's a random one. There was this black military dude, U.S. Army, and got accused in South Korea of right. assaulting a, a girl or something. Mm. And as soon as he could, he ran away and he ran across the North Korean border into North Korea, which I think is a crazy move. Like, first off, he was guilty. You know, if you were innocent in what they were accusing you of, you don't run away to North Korea. <laughs> I mean, to me, you just admitted your guilt with that one because you're you're willing. You're basically saying like, yeah, I did that shit, so I'm gonna go take my chances in a fucking you know crazy dictatorship land. Now, I do wonder if he can use like his like, I'll teach basketball. You know, we know Kim Jong Il likes basketball, like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, like, can he right. use his blackness to be like, I know you kind of like black culture. I will be the black culture leader of your. Like, I don't know, <laughs> but it, it was interesting. Jester, I'll be your black jester for you. Yeah, like I will. Like, we can do this together. But I feel like, I just feel like it's gonna be like he's gonna get his dick chopped off or something, you know? Can't have that around North Korea. I feel I'm like. Dick. Right. Like, it's like that story of Genghis Khan killed everyone short, taller than him. So that's why. So, like, uh, I guess Genghis Khan is a descent, an ancestor of so many people because he had sex with so many women or whatever. And he was pretty short. But I think, like, one fifth of all people on Earth or something has Genghis Khan's DNA running through them, which is crazy. Um, but. The reason why Asians are so short is because at one point in time, he killed all the tall ones. So then they couldn't have kids anymore. <laughs> so, like, he, like, single-handedly, like, changed the fucking trajectory of a I whole cultural it. course. This is pretty interesting. That's and then crazy. it took fucking China to come back and start selective breeding the tallest people in the country. 
in a government program until they made Yao Ming. Yao Ming's parents were forced to have sex together to make him. Like there was like a whole program they had to make tall people. It's, it's so crazy when you look. <laughs> we don't talk about it because you know we're. How would we know about this shit really in our normal side? But fucking Chinese are crazy, really? and they're about to have a drop off a huge population because they're one baby shit. You know, like it's about to hit a fucking issue where the, so many people are dying. Not enough people are being born. They're gonna hit a huge population deficit, and they have a lot of money. So I could see them like offering people money to come move there or whatever you know like, that could happen in the future like they just need to make up the so maybe they're not always going to be so asian pure maybe they will be a melting pot like us but america's really the only melting pot you know no other country is expected to like intermingle with race well europe europe is now i guess taking in immigrants they're expected to like have to do whatever but in general america's like the only one of everyone's welcome <laughs> exactly that's why we win the olympics you know we got the Asians for the speed skating. We got the blacks for the track. We got the whites for the shooting the things on the skis. No, I always said we always won the Olympics. Everybody that can run, jump, and swim are already over here. Yeah, sure. Well, and we just have such so many. It people was a to little border from. joke there, right? For sure. Um, but also, we just have so many people to choose from. It's kind of not fair to these small countries, like a Jamaica. The fact Jamaica is always in the sprinting shit, they're like thousands of people they're not like millions of people <laughs> from one end to the other yeah i loved cool running as a kid that was my cool fucking runnings. shit i love john candy Feel the rhythm. and then he died and all that love Feel was to chris vibe. farley chris farley for some reason so um what else we got in our thing anyway black military guy in north korea let's see what happens there in the future maybe something happens aspartame causes cancer that's finally come out you know i mean i think everyone's kind of said that for a while alex jones has been saying it for 20 years of like anything with aspartame, so gum, Diet Coke, all this shit is going to give you cancer. And uh, now whatever boards finally come out and said, yeah, that is true. And so maybe y'all should take that out of your diet sodas. So everyone drinking diet sodas out there, you may just go to normal sodas. It might just be better for none, no sodas, you know. Um, Down with the sodas. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Basically, every chemical they've ever tried to make to replace sugar gives you cancer. All of them. Like every time they make one, it eventually gives, they figure that out. And then sugar, the way we make it where it's like pure and white and all that stuff is like, it's too refined and our body just gets addicted. But I guess if you've done raw sugar, your body could process that a lot better. It's not as damaging, but we're just, our bodies are all addicted to caffeine and sugar and just all this shit we have mm -hmm. all the time. Um, that if you try to wing yourself off, you know, it wouldn't, it'd be very difficult. It'd be hard to cold kirk yet i read this crazy story i don't know if it was true it could be Jeez. someone on the internet making up crazy shit but they claim they got this girl addicted to them by every time she stayed the night at his house he put a nicotine patch on her arm while she slept and then woke up before her and took it off and then every time she was aw slept away from him she would like miss him a lot and when it comes to and so like he slowly got a girl addicted to him through nicotine patches and i was like holy fuck that's some devious shit like, that's great that's crazy <laughs> That's I like, like that, that's man. a next level shit. <laughs> that's some stalker vibe ish. <laughs> that's some stay toxic uh, mentality right there. It's like a new movie. Uh, oh, this next one here. I know you'll have an opinion on this one, Snappy. What is up with this generation? I'm going to call them young millennials to what do they call them, Zoomers or Zennials now, the Gen, Gen Z kids. Z. Uh, a, whatever 
Trinity is because this guy I work with was in her class. So whatever that age group is, but I also knew Wyatt, who was on here in season one when I worked with him at the call center. He had the same thing and all the people at his place complained. They don't wear deodorant. There's this generation of kids that are like, no more deodorant. We're just going to be fucking natural. And I, we are working in a very hot place, set, taking apart all this shit. And every time I went by, I was like, I'm going to throw up. Like, right. it was so ripe. And I was like, what is wrong with people? Why can't people just wear deodorant? I don't understand. Or anti-perspirant, I guess, is more important than deodorant. But, you know, you all know what I mean. Man, they get on these articles, you know, and deodorant's bad for you. Bras are bad for your breasts. So they just want to be no bra. Deodorant, you know. We tuck them in your fucking pants. I meant, like, the deodorant thing, though. Put some deodorant on. You fucking smell. It's common courtesy, especially in the summer. If if you're so ripe, I can pick you. I'm not going to work beside you. Yeah, Go home and fucking shower. And I've used that thing as a manager. I walked up to one of my 15-year employees and be like, bro, you're so ripe, I can pick you. Oh, well, I don't use the, I don't use the odor. It says, I know, Stan, you need to go home. <laughs> yeah, you need to go buy some. I remember when I was in eighth grade, I brought deodorant to school to give to a poor kid in class. And I remember I told my mom looks at this as like this, like you were just such a sweet kid. And, I, and you could interpret it that way. I think I don't think I was being a bully, but I, it was just like my own for my own comfort. I was like, I want to buy this kid deodorant because he's family doesn't buy him any and he smells and then i gave him some and he like cried thanked me like i was so awesome but really inside i was like i just want to smell you in class we're in like every fucking class together and you're fucking 300 pounds in eighth grade Ooh, like wait. you know let's that's a different kind of smell too. not right. like see like if i was in a position with you and stuck in a place and we're working i had to make constant passes by this the comments that are going to start coming out of my mouth like y'all smell that what is that Man, right. and, I mean, that's what I would do all day long. And I know I've mentioned this before. I think different people react differently, different BO too. Like this dude I work with, his was just particular. Like, fuck, that was like, uh, there was a citrusiness to it. It was like, this might make me fucking just throw up. There was something real rap about it. Whereas in, and I've mentioned before, Rusty, I remember Rusty's particular. I remember I've always told his BO, but it didn't like make me, I'd be like, bro, you need to put on deodorant. But it didn't make me vomit. I remember certain guys in football, like you smell them, you're like, oh, you smell, but it's not like, yeah, turning my stomach, but there's some that I'm like, I will hurl if I <laughs> smell you one more you. time. It's like, damn, wash your undercarriage, something. Like, Wait, and maybe it's a uh, mixture, right, of like, deodorant and not bathing. You, you know, you go into that bathroom sometimes and it just don't smell like shit. It's like, yeah, right, there's oh, some extra. Hell, in there. like, there's some extra in there for sure. Marinating in that motherfucker. Yeah, apparently there's people that go to the ER that are so fat that they find cheeseburgers are sitting in a roll. I heard this story yesterday. From a CNA here in Ada. Yeah. Well, I worked with a guy don't anymore. He was really big, but he was diabetic and old. I mean, it was, I say it's not his fault, but I guess it's everyone's fault or whatever. But um, there were times he would do something that would smell on it. But I know he was really clean. So it wasn't like that. But I mentioned my mom and she was like, oh, yeah, the people like that, they, they're not cleaning underneath their folds. And then like they don't. And then that's basically another armpit. I was like, oh my God, I never even thought about this shit. Yeah, yeah, you got you. Like, I'm, I've always thought of myself as fat. I've never been extra folds <laughs> fat. And so, so I'm sorry anyone listening out there that has extra folds and you're like, you piece of shit. But like, I just haven't thought about it, right? I know to get the creases. I got the bottom like, roll. Yeah, you had to pick but, up the roll and wash underneath it, guys. Yeah. I, mean. I saw a great video of a guy put the little shooters in a pantyhose and wore it as a belt under his belly roll and under his sh- and then he snuck them into some concert. And I was like, hell yeah, it was badass. Hell yeah. <laughs> he looked just like me, so a bigger beard. But uh, I was like, I like where we're going here. 
Um, so yeah, anyway, I don't know why the new generation doesn't like to smell good. And now there is some argument, because again, I've read these articles too, that like a hundred years ago, everyone did smell, but you didn't know because it what there wasn't good. Like it was so normal, you you were nose blind to it, right? In a way. And so like you just did whatever. But also that was you it was a lot of useful information, these smells where now our nose doesn't have that ability anymore because nothing really smells as bad as it used to. So we've lost some sort of sense. At the same time, these people ain't putting on deodorant. They ain't doing anything that we all do before we leave the house. Getting dressed properly, combing <laughs> our hair, brushing our teeth. <laughs> New clothes. Like, yeah. Clothes that... Weren't worn the last two days. Yeah, oh, I get you. I mean, and I see some of these girls that get their favorite pair of shorts. Like, bro, how many pair of red starter shorts you got? Yeah. Like, I know they're your favorite, but man, come on. You got to put those in the wash. Yeah. Like, why y'all, they are trying to look so homeless almost. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, My whole outfit I'm wearing today was in a backpack in my for seven months where I went to my parents and I just threw some clothes in the bags like, in case I say the night. Forgot all about it, and I just was going through, and I was like, "Hey, I got a pair of shorts, t-shirt. I'm gonna wear all this shit today. Fuck it." So I thought that was fun. Um, so I'm, I can be guilty of it too, I guess. Of, but I wear fresh clothes. Um, I can't be re-wearing shit. <laughs> I'm a little too worried about my hygiene. Probably, I wish I didn't care as much. They now reports are coming out. You shouldn't shower every day. You should shower every three to four days. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't. I, I shower twice a day right now. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? Yeah. That's crazy talk. I don't know how the hell they do that? <laughs> yeah, but it's like, well, for your skin's health. I'm like, well, I'll just have shitty skin. I guess I don't. I don't know. That's like people say the deodorant's bad or the antiperspirant because there's aluminum in it. And I'm like, I don't. I don't care. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's person to make you stop sweating, so to block them glands up, which that's not good for it. So you need to use the deodorant so you can keep the little glands open. Yeah, but then it's all deodorant's thick, you know, and a perspirant's light. I like it. I don't know. I used to get degree women, and it was so good. But then everyone kind of looked. People eventually when I got married, my mom's like, "Why do you keep buying women's deodorant?" I was like, "I like the way it smells." He ain't balanced for a man. And, uh, <laughs> they said it's tough enough for a man, but made for a woman. Rubs on my gooch too. Uh, yeah, so I put it all down my taint and uh, under the man boobs, and we're good to go. I feel I am woman. I did totally used to do deodorant on the taint area like I, that was totally the thing says a fat i was like just in case Shit. it's kind of like an armpit but i don't yeah. know i've my, my uncle he used baby powder he used yeah. baby powder it up both legs gotta be like, careful they say it could cause something fuck. yeah um i used to get jock itch a lot as a kid which yeah. snappy might have no you weren't fat as a kid you got bigger and freshman year college too bad. Uh, as a fat kid you get this thing they call jock itch now you can get it from a lot of things but it's basically athlete's foot but fucking on your thighs kind of except it's not really fungal I don't think it's fungal but you use the same medicine but you get it for like you go to the amusement park and you're wearing fucking jean shorts and you get wet and then you're walking all day with your fucking thighs rubbing it yeah and your legs just chafe to fucking rawness that's a frontier city trip exactly you do the log ride first exactly this is exactly it happened to me every time I went to uh, any place I went to Universal Studios Hollywood was the worst one I mean I was just like bow legged no, walking I learned not I to wear jeans at those places. Yeah, and I would get it all the time to where I would have to just sleep in a big old fucking t- extra 2X t-shirt with baby powder. Spread wide yeah. apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a huge memory. And well, I'm a big baby. I threw away some... Uh, I had like loads, whatever it was for it. And I was like, well, I haven't gotten a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, man, these be a huge thing. My dad was aware of it. When I got it as a kid, he was like, this is jock kid, just what you got to do. So he was like there to help out. <laughs> but I remember it sucked. It was like, I didn't want to do anything in the summer. Cause I knew that was going to happen with my little fat ass, you know? And again, I'm still <laughs> fat. 
And I'm probably more fat in some ways, but just, you know. Well, maybe the new ball hammock underwear will prevent that. No, it's about the thighs, though, more than the balls. I mean, the balls, my balls have never been big enough to, like, bother my thighs, really. I'm not, it's not my shape myself, you know. Maybe with gravity and time, they say your balls get bigger and all, but I've just never, I guess they have gotten somewhat bigger over the years that I think about it. But I remember <laughs> Pal always be very proud in college of how big his balls were, and he like thought that was cool. And I'd be like, I don't give up, but like I hope mine are small forever. They make my dick look bigger. Well, that's why he's got four kids. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got two. Oh, um, so he, he would take off. four. I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. Who I knows thought he duplicated. <laughs> they were gonna just keep going, but I think after the second one got was wild. The first one was a little sweetheart, and the second one got wild. Now the first one's a little smartass, and that's funny to me. Because I like hearing him give him shit about stuff for some reason. <laughs> Works out for me. He said, Sam reminds me of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he got his uncle. <laughs> let's see what else we've got. I saw a thing where cops are giving tickets out to people feeding homeless people in Houston. And I've seen these stories many times or whatever. But it just proves, I think, that like everyone's like, well, cops will do the right thing when it comes down to it. But this is an example of these charities. Charity organizations just feeding homeless people. Mm-hmm. And cops come like, got to break it up. You can't gather here. What You know. And you're like, Break that food they're up. just tools of the man. You know, they're going to do whatever the government tells them to do. So uh, just got to reiterate it. You know, I just see how you like they're good cops and there are. But they're well, like small towns, I guess. Speaking I of this, we got some panhandlers that hang out up here outside McDonald's area. Yeah. That everyone in town bitches about. But apparently the police can't do nothing. No, I don't think you could. Well, panhandling's illegal. Is and, it? Oh, I didn't know that was illegal. Well, I'm pretty sure that. Well, and then you have cars walking up to the intersections, knocking on windows. That, oh, so, is that not a safety <laughs> violation? Oh, but you touch my car. Yesterday, about where y'all are parked, uh, about maybe a week ago or so, it was I got off work hey. and I pulled up in my spot, and this fucking homeless looking dude was walking, just beelined right to my fucking car, and I was like, oh, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I, I don't know which hang out my car for a minute, especially when someone's fucking walking by. You know, let him go by and park it out. And he was just waiting for me to get out of my car. So I turned off my shit, put in my little fucking sun visor, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, can you give me a ride to Mama T's? Which is like three blocks from here. And I was like. If that. Right. If that. And I said, no. I said like an asshole. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Like, why the fuck would you ask me? And he goes, why not? And I said, because my car's not turned on and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know, just looking at my mind. It wasn't clever. Yeah, he and he was. went, Okay, do you have a lotter? I said, Probably. He was kind of borrow a lotter. And it was just for like two hits left of us. I mean, the smallest fucking, you know, cigarette butt. And so I handed him a lotter and I have multiple. So I said, You can keep that if you want. Why ain't going to take nothing <laughs> from you? And I said, Okay. And the whole time, I'm like, I don't, why is this happening to me? Why are, why are people talking to me in my yard? They're walking. I don't want this to happen at all. So I don't like it. I don't like the new homeless order around here. <laughs> I think we need to bust them up and drive them to liberal states like they do the immigrants in Texas. But that's the problem because we technically have a homeless shelter is what they're saying. And Mama T's, which only houses 82 beds, they are busing these people here. From Purcell and Norman. They're busting them here because they act like we have Abbas tables and Mama's teas and act like we can uh, house we all these back. people. We got to bust them back. We they're telling just them they have them. jobs for them and they're dropping them off at the park over by Glenwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I see a little thing too. I see him all the time. Hey, look at this lady. See, I know y'all can't see it on the podcast, but this was yesterday. Where's that at? Main Street across from where I work. Yeah, she's just sleeping on the yeah. curb. That's what homeless oh, people do. Yeah. No, there you go, I Skinny. That's take... an easy one. I bet she's loyal. I didn't take the picture. Give her a place oh, you, to stay. You see her walking all over. So I've seen her on this area. Get your ass in the house. But I want to take a picture to make Put fun. Put her on a chain like Samuel L. Jackson. I ain't a like, fucking yeah. hot ass <laughs> Oklahoma <laughs> swamp ass heat day and you laying on the hot concrete. Jesus, man. Yeah, that's pretty Hell, I was leaving work the other day in like that little shitty building behind my work. All the grass is mowed except for this one little four foot patch, and this motherfucker's sitting in the middle of that four foot grass eating. <laughs> Having a time of his life. Hell yeah. Just, you know, enjoying it. Um, I saw someone sitting somewhere that was very odd the other day, and I was like, well, I guess if they want, to. it was on the side of a built. They just like get on the side of a building where no one sees them, you know, trying to hide out. I get, it's hot as fuck. I get it, trying to stay in the shade or whatever, but. Like, if I was homeless, I'd like to go out to the woods or something. Yeah. Why everybody wouldn't watch them? We may come out to the city at night and then look for leftovers. Oh. <laughs> I mean, raccoon style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be as far away from people as I could so they wouldn't be fucking with me and staring at me. And, yeah. But maybe they're getting handouts. Maybe, I remember maybe that's why they do it. Going camping as a kid, and if you'd start walking out like one, two o'clock at the lake, like you got to walk to the bathroom or whatever, like yeah. public, and you would come across all the raccoons in the trash cans, and they would they look like little people, like, ah, I'm digging through shit. Fucking raccoons are wild. Um, let's see what else. I'm trying to think if there's anything just could be completely random here. Excuse me. I did write down something random because I just see a lot of people are saying, you know, guns are to fight the government, and that's always what a lot of people say. They're like, that's why we have like the Second Amendment because, like, what if the government turned against us? And that is kind of true in some way, but I think we've lost that war. I think they're gonna definitely take out a fucking civilian militia with all their weapons and shit. But mm-hmm. I think really the guns are for when society or the government collapses and no one talks about it. like, okay, everyone's like, yeah, give up your guns or whatever. But what about when America fucking falls or there's no government anymore? Then right. no one, y'all you don't have your guns anymore. And then it's like, there are no laws. So you gave, I don't know. So I do think there is something more to it than just like, Law base shit. Now everyone wants a new world order, like one world government, or not everyone, but that's the man. It's the man one. I need them guns for them hogs and them gators. I don't know where y'all live at. <laughs> we live out in the boondocks. No hog gators. Yeah, a lot of gators around here in Oklahoma. We got them. Shoot, like crazy. Shoot them. Shoot them. Too much swamp people. Shoot them. Shoot them. Shoot them. Yeah, I haven't watched swamp. That was Pat's favorite show. We lived together. They talk more like me. It makes me laugh. I mean, I used to love the tree shaker guy. Yeah, Troy. Yeah. Troy. Tree yeah. shaker. Tree shaker. That's a tree shaker. Oh, and Powell has that shit all the time. I like the Willie, the one with the the tooth the missing. <laughs> Is he the one that throws the hook out? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably the best fisherman on the show, in my yeah. opinion. I agree. Very good. Speaking of fishing, uh, you know what? I'm going to say we're going to play a video game jingle because I want to talk about a game I played Ooh. yesterday. Play the jingle. Jingle, jingle. You see me play, you see me play, don't you? You see me give everything I got, right? We talking about games. All right, talking games. Um, I have a few video, there's basically three video games I've been playing. Uh, I finally beat Final Fantasy 16. It was one of the most mediocre video games I've ever beat. I just thought it was so boring the whole time I played it. I think a big part that played into it is I listened to these other podcasts. They're all like, it's so great. And I was like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? You know, like it made me a little more harsh on it, I think. Um, I do think for people like action games, you probably like it's easy as fuck. You're just fucking mashing buttons and shit. But it's weird in Japanese. And I don't know. I just think I'm officially done with uh, 
the Final Fantasy new ones. Of course, I always love Final Fantasy games from the PlayStation 1 era and any of those remakes. But outside of that, I think I'm done with that. Um, so I had to get that one out there. And then I've been talking about this game called Dome Keeper. I've been playing on Steam. It's fucking amazing. It's one of the best games I've ever played. So I guess I just recommend that if you're uh, on a computer looking for a cheap game to play. Very good. But the one I want to talk about about fishing is called Dredge. And I've had this on my wish list on my PlayStation account forever, but it was on sale this weekend. So I got it for like, I don't know, $18, $20, whatever it was. But it's a little fishing game, a little steamboat. uh, (laughs) And you drive around these little islands and there's little fishing spots. You stop and you throw your fish, your hook in. And then the whole game is you're trying to... um, organize them in your boat you only have so many squares the fish are different shapes so you're like trying to put them in your cargo hold or whatever and then as you go to different islands people are asking for shit and you find shipwrecks and you can find like pieces of wood you take it back and they upgrade your ship and you know it's just this fun little hook or whatever but mm-hmm. uh, it's very peaceful it's very fun you just because you go to the dock you rest the next day you head out you fucking catch your fish come back sell your fish to the fish market guy and then keep upgrading your boat you know it's very simple i think i've just realized and i don't know i've said this a lot when i talk video games I'm just done with big video games. I don't think I care about a fucking 80 hour video game. That's like, here's a crazy story or whatever. I just don't think I care anymore, but I used to like that. Uh, like Red Dead Redemption 2. I remember even playing that. I was like, this is too long. I don't, I mean, I've even thought about going back and replaying it. And I'm like, fuck, that's too much fucking work. So I'm sure I'll still check out some big games, but in general, I'm going to keep with the, the smaller titles uh, that, I, you know, just have a little simple, and made by smaller teams too. I think they make it like they have more artistic creativity to them in some ways and shit. So anyway, big fan of dredge. If you need a random game where you fish and then if it not time monsters come out and try to attack your boat. So you got to get back to fuck port, you know, but anyway, very good. Very cool. Anyway, snap. Oh, when yeah. are you getting back into video games? Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Someday. <Can't> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, uh, when uh, we get you like a VR unit or something, you know, Ooh. get you in a crazy video games. That'd be fun. That'd be okay. like fun. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't know. It's interesting next year, so I don't know. Right? Yeah, that's true. A lot of life changes. You know, everything, anything can happen. So, might have more time. Might not. See, it's been like what five years, probably since you were maybe four, four years since you're in like, some games. Probably something like that. I was hoping for that new college game to come out, and then they threw a fit at the end or some bullshit. I think it's still coming out it? soon. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. But I, people, the players were saying that uh, they people should boycott it, which I agree with. But again, if the game came out and the gameplay was amazing, I'd be like, all right. I mean, man. I understand getting you know paid for in college and shit, but you shouldn't be making millions in college. Fuck it, you want to make millions and go get a job. In my opinion, not play college ball. Right. Well, I think what they should have done is say y'all get two percent of the sales split between all the you know do something like that. So then you could make it seem like well, if y'all help sell the game, you make more well, money. Do it like a sign-on bonus. You finish the uh, you you finish your college career, you get the money. Time for what's happening in sports. Like right, contingencies. But, but nil deals, they can sign right now. Man, I, I, I don't agree with the nil Dude, deals. Every commercial you look should... at, it's fucking. I know, but all these college players, and you're like, oh god, they're not even good on commercials, but people are just jumping. I mean, on. They shouldn't be making millions though. That's how, that's my thing, in my opinion. Right. Well, someone like the LSU girls, like Angel Reese, and I can't remember the other one's name. But the other one, she's a rapper too, I guess, and so 
there could be an argument made like, well, they're hiring her as an entertainer for this commercial. So, but she does technically play basketball for LSU, you know? So, I don't know. They're all like Instagram models as well as athletes. So like there's like a gymnast that's like about to get paid. There's going to be on Sports Illustrated or maybe the ESPN body. One of those thing. And people are like, how is she going to get paid so much money being a college athlete? And you're like, well, she's a gymnast. I don't know. I mean, because really, I mean, go look up college tuition. It ain't millions of dollars, bud. This is not. Yeah, but it's enough to not want to pay it. And (laughs) this isn't about their college being paid for that's, that's like zero argument. The argument's about should they make money if the college is going to make a lot of money. So I do think at like your level you play that, I get it. But I do think at OU, if they're going to fucking put Adrian Peterson on all the fucking pamphlets everywhere, maybe he should have made money when he was there. He like brought them so much. He generated so much money. There is some argument to be made for that, I guess. But the other argument like, well, he was getting paid anyway. So just put it above board instead of fucking guys sleeping them envelopes or, or to get these uh nil deals how about um if they transfer uh, it gets canceled and they have to pay it back because they got it to play at that school really that'd be fine that'd be right fine. i mean mm-hmm. we got to do something to keep all these people just or like the new school shit. would have to pay back the money or you know something I mean, come out of their shit gotta do something like that it's just they're making it too easy because in my mind well fuck i play college ball i mean i wasn't no you know stud but goddamn i did enough to fucking stud, i worked my ass off enough to get fucking paid a little Right, not no millions, but goddamn, I could be better off what I am now. Yeah, I wouldn't have had to fucking have a pizza job during college. Well, hey, you should just be glad they gave you that education. You know, that's what that's what the other side says. So, I mean, like that's one side of it. So I'm not on that side. I had to pay for that shit myself anyway. Right. Um, All right, let's play a song. It's been a long time. I feel like long time. Super short video game segment into sports. Actually, (laughs) that wasn't on list. Roll right on. (laughs) Uh, Next, we're going with one of Snappy's favorites. It's gonna be Karma. Hell yeah, Karma. And this is one of my favorites. Why it's on this little best of sort of episode. One of my favorite Karma songs, and it is called Mirror Mirror. Mirror Mirror on the wall, Karma. You're the fairest of them all. Mirror, mirror on the wall Mirror, mirror on the wall Eight of the mo makes beats I got a big reputation known for my manifestation Delusional and self-belief I love me, no hesitation They quaking, they shaking Filled with anticipation I'm making painstaking hits with full concentration Some hating, some playing I think that they're mistaken They tripping, they slipping I'm bullshit like they pipping I'm winning, I'm grinning Like Jay-Z, I'm big pimping I'm hitting, they missing Just like boys when they pissing I won't ever sell my soul, don't credit luck when I blow I've been putting in the work like rust from the jump I done told Y'all I'm on a mission, ain't no ass I'm kissing I got talent, integrity, and people ready to listen Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the one making them fall? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the baddest bitch of all? That's me, bitch please, let me spill some tea I'm killing these hoes with ease now Rest in peace, I'm Miss Independent, I'm Miss on a mission, I'm Miss gets it on my own, Miss don't need your permission They say that I'm conceited, like Remy, I got to reason The jealousy in the attitude's ugly and that's the tea, son I'm a hustler, which means that I'm a diva If you don't increase my funds, then I don't wanna see ya I may show support, but I'm still not a people pleaser But I don't mind the rumors, my actions 
options are your words, Reaper. I won't ever sell my soul. Don't credit luck when I blow. I've been putting in the work like Russ from the jump I done told. Y'all, I'm on a mission. Ain't no ass I'm kissing. I got talent, integrity, and people ready to listen. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the one making them fall? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the baddest bitch of all? That's me. Bitch, please. Let me spill some tea. I'm killing these hoes with ease now. Rest in peace, shit. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the one making them fall? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the baddest bitch of all? That's me. Bitch, please. Let me spill some tea. I'm killing these hoes with ease now. Rest in peace, shit. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the baddest bitch of all? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the baddest bitch of all? That's me. Bitch, please. Let me spill some tea. I'm killing these hoes with ease now. Rest in peace, shit. Karma. G that karma. With mirror mirror. Yeah, it's the fucking jam. Snappy would be saying positive stuff, but he had to go drop off a shit uh, in the <laughs> bathroom. Make a sonic move. <laughs> so gets too riled up. Yeah, his bowel started hicking in when he basically do shots. You know, it's, it like starts stuff up a little bit. Um, I know it does for me. I did a. Uh, like where did I do? I guess the last time we did an episode, Soko maybe when he called in, it was like mm-hmm. our, it was maybe it was Brad. It was early in the day. There was one of them I did. I did a shot way early and was like, God damn it! And all day my stomach was like, Oh, I should have been drinking liquor that early, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there's sometimes it goes good. Now next week the plan is uh, Dijon's supposed to be here. You act like he's excited, so. Um, it's gonna be uh, an all black affair. <laughs> I know. Even double T got hate saying he's talking about kind of catch up. Then he was throwing up. Uh, what's the fucking name? Trayvon's. Oh, Strong Maurice. He, he brought that shit up and not everything. We're talking about that. Oh yeah, I still I'm. And then he said, "Yeah, we were saying, we were just talking about that." Got, so that got cut on our on that podcast because remember we lost it. Uh-huh. So I will just reset of. There was this dude double uh, here in town who's I guess getting school with now, and I think double's great. Mm-hmm. I remember even in college he was really good at freestyling at a time when I was really? off of it. I'd fallen off, and so I was like, "Oh, dude, you're great." But he wanted to work with Strong Maurice, and I got them in contact. Strong Maurice like, "Who's this motherfucker?" Not like that because he's like a nice guy, but he's like he doesn't work with a lot of people, I guess. And I was like, "No, I vouch for him. He's cool." And then neither one of them after that fucking work with me, uh-huh. and so I feel some type of way about it. Yeah. And then so when he said he wanted to get back with you, like I said, hey, what's up? we were just talking about that. <laughs> just like, Yo, you made so we'll the song, see. Y'all, you didn't even say nothing back to him. Y'all both just shut him out. It's like, man, it's not even like that. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. But, um, and also because on Internet Friends Four, I think it was, I asked him if you want to be on, and he goes, "Well, no, I can't have, I can't afford to go to a studio right now." And then he puts out like twelve songs, and I'm like. But he was giving you props. What the fuck's this shit? Like, like, man, I don't know how he does it being in the studio in here, how he does it. He was giving me praise and shit. He was. Well, that's good. (laughs) I I also think a lot of times, like, I remember before, I thought CLNY didn't like me. And then she goes off to fucking overseas and hits me this email of, like, really appreciate you. Here's some songs to play while I'm. And I was like, oh, fuck, I misread this whole. So I do think I'm prone to on the internet assuming people don't like right, me right. unless they good praises and shit i'm glad you put him like that you made all these songs with strong and recent i'm glad you know who i'm talking about that we had a, a little conversation about it hell yeah so anyway we'll see see what happens there with that right. um 
I'm trying to think if there's any other rap stuff in the happening. Oh, CJ Jones wrote like five verses yesterday. So <laughs> he he spit them on a video with his nipples exposed in the group chat. <laughs> but I don't know if he's recorded them on the microphone yet, but it's still all very positive. <laughs> we also want to make the nipple <laughs> just the album cover. He's very provocative. He's a very attractive man, you know. <laughs> and so uh I was we were like, oh shit, we got getting shit about it. But they're very good. He had a vasectomy. I know Skinny knows about that one. Uh yeah. maybe Snappy too. I'm not sure if you went down that road yeah. or not. And uh, um, yeah, he's he still that cut. <laughs> yeah, he can still get you pregnant, ladies. Um, no, I <laughs> well, technically you could. Um, so anyway, he got a vasectomy, was all fucked up on pain pills, wrote five verses all fucked up on pills, which is perfect. That's how yeah, I would do it yeah. too. And so CJ was on it, and uh, so I'm excited about that call coming together. So by the time y'all hear this, I should have some mixes going. Right. I got to quit talking shit about him not putting in work now, but it was fun while it lasted. It was a good recurring gag on the podcast. Shit, shit. Uh-huh. Fuck that job right now. I can take some pills. Yeah. He had a week off of, yeah, exactly. He said, I can get to it. So maybe even I'll, t- I need to try to get him on the podcast someday. Cause uh, he had a podcast forever. He's just, his last very busy, but someday he will be a recurring guest. Damn it. Um, he'll bitch about some shit. He's like a little more conservative than me. Is how I word it, you know? Where I'm like a little bit liberal libertarian, he's like a little conservative libertarian. And so I enjoy the that because then I get to be more liberal. Like when I, there's people conservative, I'd be like, well, it's harder these days because they all fucking support crazy Joe Biden who don't fucking make sense. He said in an interview the other day, he or a press conference, he cured, we cured cancer. And he's excited about that. <laughs> we didn't cure cancer. He's just fucking saying shit. He's fucking old man dementia. Mitch McConnell fucking rebooted at a podium when a lady touched his arm. <laughs> now they're like, well, he had a stroke. And I'm like, I think he's a robot. I don't know. I don't know. About Jamie Foxx over here. Jamie Foxx is clearly a clone. They put out a movie called They Clone Tyrone with he's in it. He went down because he fucking exposed Oprah and Diddy's fucking gay homosexual basketball game rings. And then all of a sudden they fucking took Jamie Foxx out and they got a clone of him out. He don't even look like him. I didn't want to. I didn't want y'all to see me like that. Like it, what? It don't even look nothing like. I've watched Jamie Foxx for fucking twenty years. I used to love the Jamie Foxx show. He's like one of my favorite actors. Anything comes out and I watch, I'm like, that ain't not Jamie Foxx. But I think the same about Kanye. I'm just a fucking crazy conspiracy theorist now. Uh, I'm like, I don't think that's Kanye. I think they. Fucking abducted him, put out a Kanye look a lot. We'll see though. The music could be great. It might music might be great, and I'll turn change my mind. Um. Anyway, <laughs> space pants. Uh, something else random. Twitter finally rebranded to X this week of us recording. It'll be a couple weeks. Ago. I'm gonna hear it. It's so shitty. I cannot think of any brand rebrand that's worse than this off the top of my head. Like. Elon Musk buys Twitter. Now, I've heard about this. Minx, uh, who called in season one, she was saying this is going to happen a long time ago, that he's been talking about making the social media company called X before he ever bought Twitter. And so he was going to buy Twitter and make it this company he wanted to make the whole time. And it's going to be like the WeChat or whatever in China where you can buy stuff with your social media thing. So it's like one big PayPal slash social media thing together. Mm. And um, so this is, I guess, his first step to that. The logo looks shitty. If you put two of them next to each other, it looks like the Freemason emblem. So a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, because he's a Freemason and this is their a man. Um, but I just think it looks shitty. And I, like Twitter was iconic. It Everyone calls things tweeting, even if it's not on Twitter. If you just fucking like you tweet on Instagram, you know, like tweet is just a, in your vernacular to mean it's like Google. It's like, so did you Google that? Yeah. Did you tweet that? Like it's such a, I think, a bad decision to rebrand. Like that's like. 
That's like you could never you can't create that again, you know, mm-hmm. so I think it's really dumb, but I'm no fucking uh, fake genius like Elon Musk. I think he's a half smart, but obviously I think in some ways he's he does some weird shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's very whack, but I part of me thinks he did it just to distract from threads because, you know, Zuck put out threads. That's a Twitter knockoff. And then he makes X, which looks just like threads. Now it's like the black with a white logo. It's all very, I'm like, I think he just done it to like distract people and maybe they'll switch back. That's my hope at the time of this recording, but I also think he's not going to, he named his kid X something or another. And there's SpaceX. <laughs> Apparently he just loves the fucking letter X. So and it's like Domino's and Mazio's competing around where we're from. Oh, you put out pasta. You got a piece of garlic. Oh, well, here's a bread bowl pasta. Right. I mean, they, they, they do it every year, every season. They come out with a special. Oh, 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 I see you there. And, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a competition thing, man. Yeah. In my opinion. For I, I know McDonald's had pizza for like a year back in the eight, late 80s. Oh, I was going to say, what the fuck? But I don't remember it. But it's like, I, I, I saw a video about like, you remember this? I was like, oh, shit. I don't know what the what fuck you're talking about. They had pizza. That yeah. should be crazy. But I guess it was too, uh, it didn't work with the other fresh you know shit that they had going on so they quit doing it um a random bible fact you can take this back to your biblical people um it was a bible scholar i saw talking about how in the bible everything every time they're referring to sex because they were trying to make it a little more pure they changed it to washing feet so every time they talk about washing feet in the bible is actually them saying have sex so if you go back and look at all the stories with that in that context this guy's going through them. It makes so much sense uh, of why Jesus got his feet washed by the prostitute when he got to sow it. So like, it just makes so much sense, right? Or like, and this one thing, God tells someone so not to cheat on his wife. Instead, go home and get your feet washed by her. When you're like, oh, that make, I mean, it totally makes sense. You know, so like, once you start reading some of the things, I'm like, I just think it's more relatable. I think they shouldn't have took the sex out of the Bible. That makes it, I remember thinking, and I mean, I was still religious in high school, but they were like, no premarital sex. I'm like, that's impossible. Like, we all, everyone's wanting to have sex. <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? And none of y'all waited. Like, you know, I, even the most, I mean, I want to call him out because I don't think he listens, but Rusty, I know he has judged me. We talked about this before. Of, oh, I wasn't really a believer because I sinned or whatever right and i was like you had premarital what are you talking about and he's like but we got married like they had sex early but then he felt like he had to marry that girl right <laughs> because they you know that was like who and to him that was better and more pure but i've never had a divorce you know so like i think in certain ways there's just pros and cons to certain you know mm-hmm. aspects of it so anyway i think if they're more honest about jesus fucks and bitches it would make us all cooler that's where i want to go with that okay <laughs> Jesus was fucking bitches. Print it on a shirt. Should ever man. He hated his dad's creation so much. He only he said hell with it after thirty three years. He said I had enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, damn, that's all you got to fucking be the leader. Get the fuck well, out. And it honestly seems like the twelve disciples, which I know they stole that from. I know it's going to be like to people that believe, but like the twelve disciples came from a another a bunch of other religions previously had that had like the leader had twelve followers on. Like that's a thing that's. Went through religious stories for thousands of years, but even before Jesus. So they, they probably didn't really have 12 men that follow him around like that or whatever. But if he did, that seems pretty fucking gay. You're right in a lot of ways. Like, oh, they're saying all these dudes all the time. But then again, you look at modern Muslim cultures today. That's how they are. They don't hang out with women. Like men hang out in the clubs together. They go dance together. Like it ain't a, 
women aren't for socializing. They're for like being your property at home or whatever. And maybe that's oversimplification because I don't really know. <laughs> or I don't haven't lived it, but I've seen, you know, random shit. They're like, they show like the guys in Pakistan and their whole clubs are like all just men because women aren't allowed yeah. to go dancing. And so it's just men dancing together. But to them, it's not gay. They hate gay people. But to us, we're like, that's the gayest shit I've ever seen or whatever. Gay shit I've heard. Yeah, so cultures, man. Fucking cultures. Uh, all right, let's play a song. I'm, I know we were slow to the last one, so I feel like we got to catch up here. Um, catch up in even though the true fans love the long episodes because they're size queens. You know? yeah. Speaking of what, I guess when I mentioned our Patreon episodes earlier, I should also mention the Sexy Talk Part 2 with Kayla and Brad. <laughs> is out this month so y'all should go if you're a patron listen to it if you're not um go become one and listen to it or if not maybe like seven months from now it'll be free and you can wait till then but either way almost like a baby uh right you gotta let it i was born in seven months so that that is why that's why we do it that way it's exactly it um so anyway think about that shit but next song we're gonna play is gonna be from it's your boy h2 dot com Exactly. It's actually now flatlinermusic.net is his new website. So go check that out for all of his music if you're curious. Flatlining shit. He's also mentioned he might put his interviews when he was on this in season one on there. And he was asking, like, do you remember this stuff? And I was like, I do not. I don't remember. That was a long time ago. And he could call in someday. It's just, again, you have to, if you're calling in, you got to be able to listen to the songs, you know, real time with me and, you know, do a couple segments of some shit. Uh, but it can totally happen. <laughs> Uh, anyway, name of the song here is Ultron. Ooh, let's get it. Megatron. Move cautiously when I sing Cause the whole universe know the rock inside my brain Duck and swing I ain't losing, done been through hell and back And got a lot of shirts to prove it Y'all making fibs, I'm breaking ribs The sound alone, I had you snoozing Make a bitch's head spin That's how I'm using Lazy Susan I'm spitting nothing but light, dog Wanted y'all to fight, why they dropped that flight law Well, I'm screaming constipation Listen, stars all connected, bitch It's called a constellation Try and make your congregation So you burn my inspiration, bitch ain't Satan Really, Nathan, y'all been staring at a turn I'm trying to flush out of frustration Just a nut, Jason No reason to chase him Camel, fucking dry hump You know that shit a heavy chafing You still taking shots like They ain't make you take another counter through the roof You not the type who's out for blood So instead you gotta use your head And load these bullets with the truest Hollow out the Bible On the inside, hide the bullets Those will be the silver ones that burn the deepest Ain't have to tell about Seattle, man Folks know you were sleeping Everything carried my energy Energy spot, no strings on me Call me Ultron, bitch, we the king And been that apple since you hung us from a tree Everything carried my energy Energy spot, no strings on me Call me Ultron, bitch, we the king And been the apple since you hung us from a tree Got them loading up my cereal, spreading life and aerial Once I grab my material, you won't make it to stereo Here we go, cheerio, suck a dick really slow I just gotta laugh, she call me a bad mother And that's just about the shaft Bitch, I ain't no toy, I'm busting through this grass Like a pack of mad giraffes You don't like my map, you can take another path And put it on my mama that you coming dead last Like a necrophiliac that walks around So the only way you carry me is with an autograph I'm 
me old drum, bitch, we the king And been that apple since you hung us from a tree Everything carry my energy In a G spot, no strings on me Call me old drum, bitch, we the king And been the apple since you hung us from a tree Let's go It's your boy H2. Yee yee H2 coming through with whoop, whoop. Ultron. Oh, so y'all put those electrolytes in you. That's right. Yeah. I think it's a Marvel thing. I remember asking last time, like maybe Soko was one, who was on when we played that last time, and he was like, "Yeah, it's the fucking bad guy." And I was like, "Like I was an idiot for not knowing." I'm, I'm sure I am that because I, I'm normally very aware of pop culture. I just I quit on all that comic book shit. I was like, I can't care about this anymore. And uh, so I, I do have these big massive holes of knowledge where I'm like I don't. I thought Ultron was at the time like one of those Japanese robot things. Oh, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> you know, Ultron was a Marvel dude. Um, I mean, more power to you if you like yeah, that shit so out there. Of them. There's so many, but yeah, there's just too many. And they it's what ruined uh, the movies in my opinion. You know, like they have these actors strike going on right now, fucking. Mm-hmm. Like it's because all they make are fucking movies that are gonna make hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, I understand their idea for that, but I liked it when they made like thirty comedies a year. They made a little bit of money, right? And they kind of made a bunch of movies. Now they just make like twelve movies a year. Yeah, and they're like, here's the big ones. I'm like, I don't want to see any of those fucking action right? superhero shit. That ain't my shit at all. So <clears throat> I've fallen off the movies, but someday I will try to get back. I've watched some stand up. Uh, which later, eventually, I plan on doing a top five list of my five top five all time favorite stand up comedians. Um, I probably could just swat in here now that I'm bringing it up, but uh, I'm, I watched Mark Norman's newest one, who's one of my younger guys I really like, and I liked him. There was also like could been a little better around. He had like a weird delivery, and I couldn't. I think he's autistic as fuck, but he just kept doing like this like two step four pattern. Like he just watched his feet, and he just kept doing. I was like, it was driving me crazy watching it, but I understand like most people you know wouldn't care he had a lot of funny jokes in there and shit um now there was a joke he had that i'm like we said this on this podcast years ago and i think it's i should just become a stand comedian uh i don't know how to do it but it was about the impossible meat burger and i was like you know that reminds me of dildos now lesbians they say they don't like dicks but all their dildos look like dicks it's just like these fucking vegans want all their fucking fake vegan shit to look like meat it's like you know i have made that comp that shit on here and that was one of his jokes and i was like i swear to god he's still now he just had the same thought because it's pretty common you know it seems pretty obvious but uh it was like damn it i was years ahead i could have why wasn't i out there oh yeah it could have been me could have been me damn it um, so anyway, go check out Mark Norman if you're curious. Um, all right, I'm playing top five list. We're gonna get this out the way. Well, you know, y'all, there, y'all. Man. I'm sure y'all like stand up comedy enough to know who all these people are. Yeah. A five list. Yeah, top five. I spent all day yesterday writing my top five right now under 40. So I could do that one. Or I know my top five of like all time, my whole life of who I've enjoyed mm. kind of ranking it, you know? So I do technically have both of those. And I'm going to do both. I just don't know which one to do first. Oh, so uh, I'll do one this week, one next week, probably. I say let's go all time first, you know? I think that's what oh. I mentioned. So um, y'all probably know most of these people. There's two I could see y'all maybe not. 
knowing who they are. Uh, but starting off, my number five is going to be Anthony Jeselnik. So Anthony Jeselnik is, uh, he kind of came to fame during the roast scene when Comedy Central was doing those roast battles. Mm-hmm. He did one of them, like the Charlie Sheen one or something, and he really killed. Uh, he's very, very dry. He says a lot of really fucked up shit. You could tell he spends a lot of time writing his jokes like word perfect, like it has to be this certain way. But he just has like such a dry delivery. And most things he says is just really fucked up sounding like, right? It always only comes out as like, um, is he a funny looking dude? No, I think he's like a blonde uh, Nordic looking, Nordic ish looking guy, you know, if you will. so yeah, he's gonna be probably the lesser known of this person, except I've known this pretty lesser known as well. But I know the motherfucker. Uh, this is my list. You will know just you. I mean, if you saw him, you would know him. So yeah. uh, he does have some specials on Netflix. So you know, go and check one of those out. Um, I'm a big fan, but I understand also it won't be everyone's shit because a lot of people I think like a lot of loud humor, and I like more of the thinkers. They're like, oh, I can't believe he said that shit. So Anthony Jeselnik, great writer, uh, big fan of him. Uh, Number four on my list is going to be one from a kind of classic. I haven't, I didn't love his newest special, of course, or last couple, to be honest. And but that'd be Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock was probably the first stand up I saw that made me really like stand up. I don't know if I saw any. I don't remember which one was uh, bigger and black or the first one. Whichever one was the first DVD. Rusty bought it basically yeah. or owned it, and we watched it. And it had the joke of the "What's two plus two Jello," whatever one has that joke in it. And that was also, I think the ones was like, it's spinning. They keep spinning. Where it's like, yeah. he's like, I just thought it was so funny. I was like, I'd never seen anything this funny before. Uh, where like the whole time I was just dying laughing. So yeah. that one. And then the other one, he had a DVD where he wore the shiny suits, you mm-hmm. know, um, those two just put him so high up on my list. That even though it's not the best anymore, in my opinion, yeah, those were still so good that I just can't, can't forget them. You know, those are fire for sure. <laughs> you have any stand-ups you're fans of snappy? Mm, Eddie Murphy, George Carlin. George Carlin's my honorable mention. My only issue with him is he put out about 12 specials and only about three of them are good. Yeah. So, like, he just. I mean, I he do, has some classics, but he also has some shit. I do like Dave Chappelle, but it's just because I know what he's trying to do. You know, right. he, he likes to play the race card and he does it funny, but he plays both sides. So it, it makes it funny. Right. Oh, yeah. He will definitely um, be on my list. I don't like the Tom Zagura guy as much as y'all do. I've his last two specials I haven't liked. Basically, ever since he's lost weight, he's lost it to me. And I understand the good for him for being healthy. But when he completely normal was probably the last one I really liked that was on Netflix. He's still like a fat slob then. And it just works better when he's saying gross shit. Whereas new one, I knew all the jokes already because I listened to his podcast. He's a great podcaster. Yeah. I think he's better at that than than staying at myself. But yeah, I don't and then know. that Josh Wolf guy, maybe he seems entertaining. Uh, Josh Wolf is good. I don't know what the fuck that is. So he's been bringing his son on a little more. He just tells life stories. He's kind of funny about it. Gotcha. Yeah, never even heard of the guy. I see him Facebook scrolling. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of new guys I see going through TikTok that I'm like, I recognize their face, but I don't know them yet because yeah. I haven't watched like a whole special or whatever. So, all right, number three on my list, uh, I'm gonna go with. The probably le- the least known person from on my list, which is Greg Giraldo, which uh, he Greg. died in 2007 or something. I don't remember when he died, but he was like big in the roast scenes. Yeah, so he right. used to be the closer during the Comedy Central roast. He was the guy they'd say for last and he would just fucking destroy. He also uh, had a spot on David Tell's Insomniac tour. And I used to, those are the first specials I downloaded, like on a torrent or whatever. And uh, he was one of the four guys on that. It was like their version of the 
blue collar shit, but it was like raunchier. And I just thought it was so funny. He had this whole bit about how great it would be to have bitches. Like he wish he was a rapper. So he'd have bitches because bitches don't complain. Bitches just wash your car and fucking shake that ass. <laughs> bitches are way better than women. You know, like it was just, uh, it was yeah. so funny. Like his premises about shit. Um, and then he went on crossfire once and argued against Dennis Leary and made Dennis Leary look like a fucking idiot. And I've always hated Dennis Leary. So that was fun. And um, yeah, a big fan of Greg draw though. He died. I think like heroin overdose or something yeah, like, you know, yeah. something like that. But he was amazing. He was great. Uh, I think if he was still alive today, he would eventually have been very famous or got his own, had a podcast that was very good, you know, or something like that. So I think uh, that one was a bummer for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, number two on my list is one. I feel bad that I haven't watched his last two or three specials because you have to pay money on his website to watch them because he got quote unquote canceled. But he has one stand up of the year at the Emmys for the last half every year he puts one out. So he is canceled, but he still makes money and still wins awards. So is he really? And that's Louis CK. So uh, Louis. I love Louis CK's stand up. Now, some people, it's not the thing. My wife isn't a big fan of like, he breaks out a rape joke or something. She's like, how can you laugh at any of that? I'm like, it's funny as fuck. I don't, I just don't care. I just, when I'm watching stand up comedy, I ain't thinking about no, the rules of the world. Man. Right. When you're entertainment, that's the way it should be. The entertainment industry shouldn't be getting canceled. They should be able to make any jokes they fucking want. Right. Well, I think in you're allowed to in an entertainment comedy club setting. You should be able to make any joke. No offenses. Well, I think you're allowed given. to get offended. But I think what's weird is that then like Hulu took his TV show off there. You know, like, yeah, that's the part that the issue. You can be mad and not watch it. But it is weird when it's like the canceled parts to like they start removing your yeah. shit. So like so you don't get paid. It. But FX As did him much. a solid from what I understand. They sold him the rights or they do a deal with him. The only you can get every episode of his TV show and all of his stand-ups on his website. You pay whatever, how much money, and you can get it just directly from him, which is awesome. But I really want to get it. Apparently, his last two stand-up specials, they said, are like all-time greats, and I haven't... I've seen clips that people put on TikTok, Mm -hmm. and they are very funny. So I know I would like them, but I just love Louis C.K., and I've always... Even when he was, like, got in trouble... I know like you can have defenders for people because you like their art, but if the premise was basically he was asking female comedians if they want to go in the bathroom and watch him jack off. And Sarah Silverman and other comedians have come out so like he used to do that all the time. They thought it was funny. They did watch him. They were like, I watch him. I don't give a fuck. And uh, that was his kink. And I thought it was fun to watch and whatever. But I guess once he got famous, he asked some younger girl, younger girl comedians and they felt like it was a power dynamic play whereas and he felt like it was just like back when he was coming up he was asking girl comedians do you want to watch me jack off of the bathroom it's my kink and they felt like they were pressure they had to or else they wouldn't get spots well, he really wouldn't ask them to do anything or touch them or i mean no 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 he didn't touch them it was so just I mean, i'm just well, right so i just think he like, was trying to be funny and the new age fucking took it the wrong way yeah, well, after I, the me too i movement. think his kink is i think that's his kink our girls watching him jack off fully clothed or whatever but these girls just thought like they were, they had to do it. They didn't get a choice. And he was like, they could have said, no, I didn't realize I was presenting, you know, so that's the whole thing now. So he did get canceled, but like, he's very successful still. So, I mean, he directs movies that he funds himself and, you know, he's doing the thing. So every time he's on a podcast, I'll, I'll listen to his appearances. He's just so smart. Um, and he's from Mexico. So I always think that's funny because he just, they're like from Hungary, his people, but they immigrants to Mexico city. And then eventually he came to America, but he's technically Mexican. And so I'm like, how are y'all canceling him? He's Mexican. But uh, it's all very interesting. So anyway, Skinny, who's some of your favorites? I have one well, left on my list. but hmm. I say, uh, dang, uh, well, I like Mitch Hedberg. Oh, like, Mitch Hedberg's great. 
Um, like that Oprah, like Robin Williams back in the day, Robin Williams shit. I did until I learned, and now I guess he'd made it cool, but he stole a lot of people's jokes. But they said it was that. part of his like ADD though. Like <laughs> he would go and watch other people then get on stage and he was just improving and uh-huh. he would just steal other people's jokes. But then if he did, he would pay you like a couple of thousand dollars. And then so a lot of comedians started trying to, they hoped he stole their jokes because that was a way for them to make money. So I love all those old so yeah, stories. Like, uh, Eddie Griffin. Oh, I, do, I used to love Eddie Griffin. Yeah, Undercover yeah. Brothers, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah. Big fan. Um, yeah, my number one. We'll get to it because everyone knows it's gonna be Dave Chappelle. Yeah, fucking um, for sure, he's good. I, it, I'm. This is just stand up, but it's hard to not know his fucking sketch comedy and have that play into yeah. it, you know, because it was so good. But um, he had those two stand up specials around the time of his show. Um, I can't remember the names at the moment. I used to always know what they were called, um, but they were very good. Like, I mean, even without him coming back, I would say he was number one off those. Yeah. But then when he came back with Netflix, I think the first one was very good. I think the second one was just him on the store. That was whatever. Yeah. And then the last one, I understood what he was doing. It was like his art piece about his trans friend or whatever. But I do think he could have let the trans shit go. And I don't know. Yeah. It kind of distracted. <laughs> I from his still legacy. don't understand why that caused so much. I watched it and I still don't understand why everybody got so mad. He was defending a person. I, I, yeah, well, I, I think, still don't get it. I think it's really, they feel guilty. It's just like the same reason why people don't like watching shit about slavery is because in that thing, he said, this woman killed herself because she was my friend and the trans community kept giving her shit for it. So like the reason she committed suicide was the bullying from the trans community and they don't want to hear that shit. Right. So how dare you? Uh-huh. Just same way like a white person. Like, I ain't trying to learn about slavery. I ain't trying to feel guilty. Well, like, I think it's all. Well, they need to be called out instead of just canceling people. Bro, for sure. For sure. Well, and also the, I think it's hard for people to realize, and they're starting to realize it with like the Bud Light and stuff. The people are very vocal online, but aren't necessarily when it comes to like the market, you know, like with their actual money. Whereas then Republicans have started to be like, we'll just cancel shit by not buying it. And that I think is gonna have more of an effect than going online and bitching about something. But I don't know. We'll see how it yeah. shakes out. You know, um, uh, my my honorable mention of people, Daniel Tosh. I fucking love Daniel Tosh before he got Daniel Tosh point oh. I think even after he got, he had a special. It was very good. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was good. so fucking outrageous. Like he had a lot of good rape jokes, stuff like that. Not to harp on rape jokes, but it's a very taboo. Cold. Anyone will do it. I'm like, you're ballsy. And uh, I loved him. I think he just has so much money from that Tosh.0 shit. He doesn't have to do stand-up like he once did. But uh, he was great. Bernie Mac. I loved Bernie, Bernie Mac as a kid. He was my favorite of the kings of comedy. Uh, Sarah Silverman. Loved Sarah Silverman. I think she's went too liberal these days. She's like, maybe not too liberal, but she's trying to present like she is. She used to say some of those vulgar fucking shit on stage. So for she's her trying, to act. She's trying to keep up. In 2023. Exactly. Like exactly. She's trying to keep up with the way the culture shifted, but she used to be so good. Um, and then old guys, uh, you mentioned George Carlin. I was a big fan of some of his stuff. And then Bob Newhart, I think, is my favorite of the old guys. Bob Newhart uh, is very, very funny if you go back and watch some of his old shit. Um, he had the Bob Newhart. He had a television show as well, but he's uh, most recently, but I think, you don't know if he died or not. I don't think he, I think he is still alive, but he was on Conan's podcast and he, made fun of him the whole time. He was just doing nothing, making fun of how ugly Conan was. It was so funny. And then um, he was on the Big Bang Theory. He was like Professor Proton or whatever, like he was a flashback character or something. But um, Anyway, next week, maybe I'll do my under 40 guys. And Mark Norman is on it, who I had to look it up because I was like, fuck, and he's 39. So I was like, all right, I got to get this before. Yeah, you know, because the under 40 guy, those, I'm actually more interested in the under 40 list. Like, those are the ones I actually care about now. Mm-hmm. These guys, I'm like, I'll watch it, but I don't go out of my way or whatever, you know, necessarily to see those. Well, some of them you can't, like Greg Geraldo. Um, 
What about Kevin Hart? You like Kevin Hart? Me too. I think that Kevin Hart is like overrated. I agree. I think he's too loud. I don't like loud comedians myself. Man, like the first couple ones, all right. Then everybody gonna keep doing it. It's overrated too. Oh, I also got to shout Ron White. Ron White was my favorite oh, yeah, of the uh, blue collar guys because oh, yeah. he's barely the blue blue collar type, and he's like a little pothead and drinks and shit. And then he put out a special after that that was so good. And then he's been on Rogan and different podcasts where he's just he's so good. He's such just a good. The whole thing with Ron White though, his coach line was they call me a tater salad. Oh and yeah, it's I forgot like about it. It wasn't even that 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 punchline wasn't that good for me. Like, right. It just wasn't. Yeah, well that he mentioned on a whatever podcast was. I think he was actually uh, fishing with David Lucas, who I don't, I hate as a stand up, but he had a Lucas. he has this YouTube thing, and they're fishing. He explained how he got thrown on the blue card comedy tour last minute. He only did ten minutes. So after that blew up, then he put out his hour that he just had sitting there. And so like he rode that wave or whatever. And I remember his hour really well. And he's like, but a lot of the country guys didn't like it because it wasn't blue collar you know it was like my my normal shit and i remember when he got arrested for having pot on his airplane and i remember like oh i love fucking this dude just don't give a fuck every time he got arrested i think he had a drink in his hand yeah he's great now he owns a tequila company we should get some for the podcast but uh yeah wrong why another one i love trying to think of other guys um there was a dude named steven i want to say crowder but that's not that's a different guy there was a, he sang the song Special Olympics. I've brought this up before, but he, he was a guy that like go up there and do songs during a sprint. I liked that guy. Rodney Carrington was a big deal here. He was a yeah. country guy back. I remember someone burnt me. I had his album on a CD, and I would ride it out of my car. And uh, it was he, like, well, he had a song, Dear Painters. Yeah, was that, was that song? yeah, mm-hmm. that okay. that was him. And the his stand up, but he had a thing about uh, a ride in Pussyland. He's like, you're on a big dick, and you go right into the bush, and it's swampy, and it was just all sex related. So I was like, 13 year old, you're like, this is great. Um, but yeah, I've I've always liked stand up. I try to keep up. I watch all the stand ups on Netflix for the most part. Most of them I don't like these days. It is, it's getting a little tougher. It's getting yeah, a little tougher. It is tougher. It ain't like stuff back in the day when it was like hilarious. Well, hell, I gotta look around the room to see who's in the room <laughs> to see if I'm allowed to laugh or not. Yeah, that would suck. That would I suck. mean, not in my house, but right. yeah. Well, Coopy's uh, got definitely like if she's hating some shit, you know, it definitely affects. I'm like, at least pretend to like it while we're watching it. You know, <laughs> um, Christina Gee. P was probably the last one she really liked, who's Tom Segura's wife, and I think her special was better than Tom Segura's special. And so I've come around to be on her side of like that one was really good. <laughs> so um, I'm on your side, exactly. All right, let's play a song here. What we got? We are on a song from Sir Nasty. Sir motherfucking Nasty. From Nasty motherfucker, you. From Grave Entertainment. Next year, I'm trying to work on some collab shit with them. So we're going to see if it happens. We talked about it with Soko last week, I believe it was. Uh, We've got, we don't have any plans, but we got it marinating in the brain, you know? So we'll see what happens of it all. Um, Anyway, the name of this song here from Sir Nasty is Let's Talk About It. Let's talk. Let's get it. Real rap, nigga. I hate these niggas with a passion. What you wanna do? You know I come through blasting. Nigga, ask your boo when I come through smashing. Pussy real good, so you know I'm not lasting. Nigga, see me, better come with a casket. Get into the money, cause my girls gotta have it. Bomb in the bank with a check, bout to cash it. Walking through that motherfucker like Jeff Jarrett. Bet he won't say my name, my Garrett. I'm black, bad, down a boy, I ain't gotta wear it. I will come fuck up your marriage. Uh, 45 cal, I carry it. Pull up on a horse and chariot. You know I die for the cross. You know I cry for the loss. If a nigga wanna see me with the mic, wanna see me with the you mic. You know a nigga Sally getting toast. You know a nigga Sally getting when you really want that lyrical crap, you, you know you gotta come and see the boss. 
I'm that little nigga walking through the club. I was hanging out with T Mac Trug. I was banging back when they was making love. I was in Athens, hanging in the pub. They're a cool crack, selling them drugs. Bitch, you know the gang, skeleton thugs. I am a dun, I'm telling you, cuz. If you the law, I'm yelling you fuzz. Five of them. I've been a real rapper, I've been gangster, motherfucker, let's talk about it. I don't give a fuck, you don't like me, I don't like you, let's talk about it. I don't give a fuck about none of these hoes, bitch, you mad, let's talk about it. I been getting money like a motherfucker, bitch ass nigga, let's talk about it. I've been a real rapper, I've been gangster, motherfucker, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I don't give a fuck, you don't like me, I don't like you, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I don't give a fuck about none of these hoes, bitch, you mad, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I've been getting money like a motherfucker, bitch ass nigga, let's talk about it. Who the fuck I'm supposed to feel? You don't wanna come over here. You don't wanna come over here. My block ain't no harder than the next block. I just tell you what it is, nigga, off top. I ain't next to nobody for nothing. I do it for the city, these niggas is nothing. When that nigga saw me, that nigga said nothing. If you don't like me, then what the fuck then? I ain't got no time to play gangsta. Say it ain't gangsta. Play with me, gangsta. We said jump and get your ass stumped. How they gon' say we ain't gangsta? We gave y'all the invite. And don't worry, everything still hold up. You better smoke some bitch, nigga. Hold up. Cause I'ma smoke some bitch, nigga. Hold up. I've been a real rapper. I've been gangsta. Motherfucker, let's talk about it. I don't give a fuck. You don't like me. I don't like you. Let's talk about it. I don't give a fuck about none of these hoes, bitch, you mad, let's talk about it. I've been getting money like a motherfucker, bitch ass nigga, let's talk about it. I've been a real rapper, I've been gangster, motherfucker, let's talk about it. I don't give a fuck, you don't like me, I don't like you, let's talk about it. I don't give a fuck about none of these hoes, bitch, you mad, let's talk about it. I've been getting money like a motherfucker, bitch ass nigga, let's talk about it. Sir Nasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Let's yeah. talk about it. Be on the lookout. He put out Gang Set Down 3 recently, I think. Um, slowly releasing the full versions of all the songs from Jason Gang on Spotify. Gang, gang, gang. So go follow him. Stay up to date. All very dope songs. And eventually, he'll put out a new thing. Uh, on Friday the 13th in October, because that's what he does on Friday the 13th. So get excited for that. Um, Ooh, freaky Friday. If we can for our group project, because I don't want to get in the way of, I know Brad's also put down a greatest hits thing in October. So I'm trying to avoid October for the group project. Um, so probably November, if CJ and everyone else gets, we get everything done. I'm thinking November will be the group project <laughs> called ABCs. If anyone's curious, that is the name of it. And uh, that'll probably be my last release of the year in no nut november oh no nut november never participated but i know the kids love it i think it's bad for your prostate i don't know though you gotta milk that motherfucker you gotta milk it <laughs> when i stick with no shave but no nah, man the wife says come into the bedroom it's happening you know when you married you take all the chances you can get right yeah <laughs> i mean it ain't no pass no matter what month it is time of day place wife says it's on it's going down Right. Hell yeah. All right. We will wait till the people. What leave. about if you say it's on? Well, it depends. Well, I, I might get 357 excuses. I'm too tired. I don't yeah. I was just curious. Now, if she says guns are hot, that means I am all out. I'm not even approaching. That means she just blew up the bathroom or one of us just shit. Oh, right. So if you all of a sudden have a late night shit, you say guns are hot. So the motherfucker. Du- uh, you know the room don't even they have those plans on their head we'll, right i will uh, say in general i think it just happens in the background think about it but if i'm aware that that happened then i just know that 
Um, and I would say we're just so hygienic and almost always a shower happens before, you know, I don't know. That's just how it normally works around here. Not, not the spontaneous sweaty top, I guess. Well, we're not the ones that go, you know, take two showers a week either. Or, I mean, or, right, right. I, mean I understand what you're saying. I don't have a greasy, no, it wouldn't right bother now. me. I'm not sweating. There has been times during the day. right after work. I'm like, yeah, but she, that bothered, you know, she wants to shower. Well, I mean, I'm so. sure, you know, it bothers us more than it did now than when we fucking go to the fucking college bar and just at last call to pick up a girl to take home with. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, you, you just do all kinds of raunchy and, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of like the people that, that fucking. Flavor. Three in the stink. It's kind of like the people at the restaurants, the bitch about, oh my God, this restaurant has flies. Motherfucker, y'all be eating at cookout. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, like y'all pick that fly off, shoot the motherfucker away and keep eating. Get the yeah, fuck out. Quit yeah. climbing cost the motherfucker a job. I do hate flies, though. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, perspectives. I'll be putting Perception. fly strips out. They don't, <laughs> they don't even work. We looking ghetto as shit. Flies have been yeah, bad this way. You, you'll kill seven and 14 will pop up. Well, I'll say the the only negative I have towards a smoker is if you have a smoker, the flies will find it. I mean, as soon as I start smoking stuff, my whole backyard. So I've put in these fly strips above my smoker. I catch a lot that way. But then the ones that make it inside, they will not land on the fly strips inside. Like they're, you'll see them everywhere else, but they will not. They're so, smart. They're getting better. My wife a few weeks ago got these tennis racket looking things in, and you press it. I guess it kind of, you know, turns on like yeah, one Yeah, it shocks them. Man, them motherfuckers are harder to use than a regular floss water because you got to get it in the air and shit. You yeah. know, pinning. And so I was running yeah, out in the back. I was running out in the backyard, low to the ground, right, right over the poop piles. And it was going pop, 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 pop. And it scares the shit out of my dog. Anytime you pick it up, Max will take off running and hide now. Cigarettes, I used to have a bug zapper on the deck because I would just turn on every time I went out there and I'd just watch it kill bugs. I smoke cigarettes. But I. My whole life did change when I quit smoking cigarettes. I think that's why I'm also wider now because I just, I don't, why would I go outside? I have no need to go outside anymore, you know? <laughs> but that was, they used to kick me out there every once in a while. Yeah, we'd always have to go sneak out and smoke weed too. Now I just don't go outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I now, I'll be honest, for, I never was really an outside smoker much. I always found some way, or I was a car. I would, my whole car just smelled like a fucking, <laughs> so horrible, bro. I didn't give a fuck. Um, and maybe that's part of why we thought it all smelled worse because we were all locking ourselves up, you know, and shit like that. But I, well, look, it was a big deal to hotbox the car. For, yeah. It's stupid. I think now, looking back, the dumbest thing, let's make all of our clothes smell so bad and because you think you're going to go a little higher for making the whole car smoky. Um, and then you can maybe all run out and see the smoke like there was like all this shit yeah but it was so stupid (laughs) oh yeah well you're trying to get away because it was illegal at the time while we're smoking you know on breaks at manzio's we'd be hot boxing a car and you just have, go to get out for breaking, and a customer pulls in. I mean, right. they they see your car doors <laughs> open, and the smoke just barreling out. Yeah. Like it don't lightly come out with a chance to see smoke. Yeah. When we hotbox call that shit barrels out. Yeah, it rolls. Well, and like it, it rolls never out. failed every time. I'm being the manager, so you know, a fucking customer complaint had come in. And, oh, we got this customer. So my ass, I'd go grab an onion, take a knife, slash that bitch down the middle, and carry half that onion up into my hand. Like I'm sorry, I was cutting onion. Onions. Fucking worked for 23 years. Hell yeah. There you go. I mean, uh, well, you had the onion smell. Right. The fresh onion smell. Uh, and then they're like, oh, his eyes are red because he's been cutting onions. So that's oregano, sir. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. The onion worked perfect. I used you're it making, all the time. Cooking desserts back there in the car. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, that definitely worked. Yeah, I definitely remember hotboxing lots of cars. That was a big. I don't think I did mine too much, though, because. I was always, you know. I've been in Paul. It was big. We took a lot to hot box that big old Paul. Look good, you play good. So you go out in public, clean cut, and yep. cops ain't gonna be looking at you. That's why I didn't go in drug court, people. 
Yeah, I'm a lot sloppier now that I have a medical card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not the only one, brother. Yeah. Like, oh, God, you ought to see the customers come in. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, though. I mean, at least uh, I still think it's crazy. I never thought I always thought Oakland would be one of the last states. So it's fun being in a state and you're like, there's other states. It's still illegal. And I'm like, oh, my God, what would it be like living there? But I know damn well if it was illegal here, I'd probably still be buying it and shit. I just I'd be making trips to Texas. (laughs) Do whatever you can. Um. Let's see if we got anything fun here. Fun, 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 fun. Uh, RFK Jr. went before Congress. It'd be a long time ago by the time this comes out, but it was pretty interesting. The uh, hearing was about censorship, and they started off by voting to censor him. It didn't pass, I don't think. I think it lost by like a vote or two. But they were trying to vote in the committee to censor him from being able to talk. And the thing, the meeting was about censorship. And what's crazy? It's a Democrat trying to shut him up, and he's a Democrat. So I got what's so weird about this. So you don't Repu- agree with him? The, the Republicans are well. He came out against the vaccines, right? He's a big thing of that. And so at first, I kind of liked him. Now I'll be honest. He since then has done this big left turn because they try to say in that thing he was anti-Semitic <laughs> and against Jewish people, but his actual record is he's super pro-Israel and he has been for years, and so now he's going hard of like how much he loves Israel and that's all something I actually personally want. And Paul, I don't think we need to spend all the money in Israel. Now, I do think if they're more open with it and they're like, listen, it's a military strategy and we want someone in the Middle East that's right there and has all the bombs, whatever, I would respect it more, but instead they pretend it's this humanitarian thing or whatever as they give them universal health care with our money and we don't have you like I'm like I don't just be fucking real about it and I would respect it more right? I but just I feel don't know like, why we can't invest in our own land and country and I still don't understand the trade to like look it up at my store and seeing a board from Sweden being cheaper than cutting down trees here that makes zero sense um, zero I don't know I can kind of see it I guess to ship wood all the way on a boat from Sweden well, if, to here if the Swedish people are charging le- that much less I mean that's on them I mean <laughs> there is a problem somewhere obviously but I could make it I understand how the math could work I guess um, I, it just don't make sense in my head I'm not saying it ain't the thing to do because I think trade well, important it's, but a, also probably a lot of the American companies have just gotten out of it or they only do luxury stuff or something you know like they're just probably out of the trade it's like uh, I listened to this podcast all about the welling industry. Um, like for it was some nerd shit, but I've made me feel smart about it. And how like we used to like be the king of the welling industry in America. People would go out and they'd fucking hunt these wells and they'd take their blubber for oil because that's what fucking lit up all the fucking lamps and shit <laughs> in the world. And uh, they threw the meats back in the ocean. No one even ate the meat in America, even though in other countries they say it tastes like steaks. But I was like, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, they would just take their blubber and then Moby Dick comes out. So the podcast talked a little bit about Moby Dick was like this idealization of it because it was like 90 percent whites, five, eight percent black dudes, two percent Native Americans or so mm-hmm. and across the board. Um, but they were like they looked that they went back and looked at like if there was more diversity, how did they do and shit like that? So actually, the more diverse crews were more successful after they got past a certain spot. But if they were like all white and two black guys, <laughs> those two black guys did not do well. But if it was like. 80% whites and 20% minorities, it was like went pretty well, right? Like, oh, there was like this weird shit they're looking into. But yeah, the whole welling industry eventually they shifted all to coal and then all the welling shit went to other countries. And now in America, you couldn't find someone that fucking had a welling ship if you wanted to do that, you know? Right. So it, now it's just the Netherlands and Japan are the only two places that do welling um, and some Inuit sort of tribes, I think. But anyway, random as fuck. But I, 
I think that's just how the industry's go. I think like the silicone industry and the chips and all that, that's all done in China. And now people are wanting to bring those back to Arizona or they want to bring it to America. They're going to try to put them in Arizona because Arizona has, I guess, over a hundred years of extra water or something like that, that they can, if they quit pumping water now, they have all this water left, which is crazy for a desert. Um, but it gets like 120 degrees there. And I'm like, I don't, can y'all do factories in 120 degree heat? Right. So, but that's a thing of like China just put all the money into making the factories forever. So now no, there's nowhere else you can do it. So like if we're going to compete, someone's going to have to do some shit. So uh, the wood thing, you would assume we would have good fucking lumber mills, but maybe it's just they've given up over time and now other countries just dominate or something. Mm-hmm. You would assume because like Ikea is Swedish, right? Or something. So like maybe they have like the wood connect. Oh, these are all my thoughts. They pay politicians too much, and they get to keep their real job, so the price on everything just doubles. Right. Well, even if you look at how much we pay them, it's not that much compared to what they have. They end up getting paid by lobbyists and corrupt fucking agencies way more. You know, they're well, they're getting paid two hundred thousand dollars a year, and they're coming out multimillionaires. Well, you know, I mean that doesn't add up. Well, no, and, and they don't even work the forty hours a week. That's a, that's the really irritating. Yeah, part. and some of them are eighty years old. They can't even fucking vote. They have to be reminded to vote and shit because they're all falling asleep. I, I just, <laughs> it's crazy how we let these old people <laughs> uh, run the fucking world at the moment. Uh, Ron Paul, Ron Paul has a great quote, and I've always loved Ron Paul. He's probably my first political heroes. It's got me to li- being a libertarian. Um, and it basically is foreign aid is taking money from poor people in a rich country and giving it to rich people in a poor country. And that's exactly what happened with Ukraine. They took, they tax, you know, us and all this fucking shit. And then they take that money and they send it to Ukraine, which none the poor people in Ukraine aren't going to get that. It's going to, it's all actually going to BlackRock to rebuild it. They're going to take that money and just give it right back to an American corporation to, you know, help them or whatever. And then some rich people, I'm sure, will get some money. But the average man in the Ukraine isn't going to see a dime of the fucking foreign aid we're sending them, you know? It's so. like uh, that, that, that COVID money they sent us was how many trillions of dollars? And then all of us Americans got three, six hundred bucks. Right. Well, it's between all the people, because I do remember that breaking down, it was like, uh, if it was like seven trillion, it was like one trillion went to the people. And then like six trillion went to corporations <laughs> and these PPP loans. Like, a lot of uh, politicians on those PPP loans and shit, and then they defaulted on them, not to pay them back. And then people are look, pointing to that and being like, how can y'all bitch about student loans? Y'all did the same thing. You're like, well, student loans are different. And you're like, I don't know. I don't no, know. You got cheated it. the system. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, what are you going to do? It's like the people that care don't want to do anything. Uh, it's like me and Coop, you're talking this morning because Epstein got brought. I was like, Epstein, we live through the conspiracy of Epstein. We live through it. Everyone's like, obviously, he was a su- wasn't a suicide. He was killed. He was this list. There's these rich people. We saw Ghislaine go to trial. They said there is a list. The names are so important. We can't tell y'all because it'll cause an uproar. So we're just not it going should. to. And then they just don't ever bring it up again. But us, like, there's, there isn't marches and outrages. Tell us the fucking lit. You know what I mean? There are outrages about, like, gender and race and whatever else. Things that are like, we'll never solve it, to be don't honest. do you think the world would get better? You take all that whole list and get all them out of office and unarrested? Yeah. Unarrested? It right. would be a much better place. And so, it has to be, it's all ran by those intelligence agencies. I mean, that's why they're, it has to be why they're keeping it under locks or whatever. But... Um, I don't know. It's all. You're supposed to tell me about this alien but, shit. Oh yeah. Well, let's play a song and we'll come back and do alien shit. Um, next song we're gonna go with is gonna be from our homie Marijuana J. Uh, Marijuana. Now he's only sends a couple songs to the podcast in season two, and this one's been stuck in my head ever since. So I was like, we're putting it on here. Um, it's called No Drama 
Check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love no drama. Well, marijuana, 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 smoking on that gas cause it help keeping me calm, I'm getting higher and higher like rock climber, niggas be all talk and they don't want no drama, I done been to war over oil like Osama, Emperor's new groove, I had a talking llama, almost in the bank account got comma at the comma, that's why I ain't trippin' like flights to the Bahama, when you speak on my name, put respect on it, for GPS your block and I go and step on it, Weezy board your house, make it feel haunted, drop a bag on you, ask my young who boys who want it Don't get it misconstrued, really don't got shit to prove nope. Too busy getting money, got Too a busy. lot of shit to lose Thinking of a master plan, gotta make a bigger move But I ain't read too tight, and nigga got some missing screws I can get to you before you get to me Make it rain for 40 nights, you won't make get to sleep Leave me alone, and let me continue to get paid uh-huh. Guns blow like fans, if I ain't cooler than the shade I'm just trying to do me, so you should do you Don't be getting all hostile, cause I'll shoot you All face shots, your fam looking like who you Swear this shit a gift and a curse, voodoo Marijuana, J-hat, mayhem marijuana Smoking on that gas cause it help keeping me calm I'm getting higher and higher like rock climber Niggas be all talk and they don't want no drama I done been to war over oil like Osama Emperor's new groove, I had a talking llama Runners in the bank account got comma at the comma That's why I ain't tripping like flights to the Bahama I walk heavy talk, heavy with the shit I say Never ran off on the plug, I just went and walked away There was money on my head, nobody collected a pay Try to catch Alphabet, Jason X and Kate, not a tough guy I just be standing on ten toes uh-huh. Before I ever earned a couple dollars trying to spit flows you know, Workers at Dunkin' Donuts, I had to flip O's Now I'm sorry for a bank account with more than six O's Marijuana gave my plug, get it from dispensary That's We get wet, green stay lit, Christmas tree Wife can cover nose when I smoke, say that shit stinks You all I blow green, but keep money in the bank Mary Jane, keep me calm from hurting me Rather be goof truth, that's why I don't goofy Let's take ties and offers to the turf scriptures like a camera flash, know you get the picture Marijuana, yeah, marijuana uh-huh. Smoking on that gas cause it help keeping me calm I'm getting higher and higher like rock climber We could be all talk and they don't want no drama I don't bend the wall over oil like Osama Emperor's new groove, I had a talking llama Runners in the bank account got comma at the comma That's why I ain't tripping like flights to the Bahamas I ain't tripping like flights to the Bahamas That's why I ain't tripping like flights to the Bahamas Had man marijuana I gotta talk a llama. Emperor's new groove, I gotta talk a llama. I'd have been the war over oil like Osama. Emperor's new groove, I gotta talk a llama. Marijuana J. Yeah, yeah. With no drama. No drama. That banging shit. Yeah. Got a talking llama. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I remember him being pretty good in season one when he called in. And like I say, every week, we don't have as many call-ins these days. Um, but if you're interested and can pull off the whole playing the songs, recording Bang all that llama. shit, that'd be great. You know, it's like so with H2 earlier, similar thing. We are open to it. I just, I need people to reach out to me. Season one was a lot of me begging motherfuckers. And then um, stuff would come out and I like, wouldn't even share it. So I just felt like I'd take a different approach. And I think the podcast is fucking good. I mean, it's not doing good numbers, but we're killing it. So just cracking people up all over the globe. It's underground. The right ear's got to hear it. Exactly. 
I mean, I'd almost prefer it underground. Oh it's a real God. shit, you know? Um, I know, we can cancel. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. True. I mean, culture. I don't know if you can cancel someone who's not successful like me, but I would. If uh, I get canceled it. as broke as I am, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Like, damn it. <laughs> Who you cancel me from? So, uh, can I borrow your social media to, to, to blog? <laughs> yeah. So, what I wrote about aliens on my list was it is crazy how we don't care about aliens. And so, me and Brad talked about this a little bit last week, I think, briefly, but it's basically forever. If you aliens was the coolest shit, like for conspiracy theorists, top, you know, alien, you want aliens to exist. There's like so many plants, they have to exist. But then you start looking, you're like, mathematically, they have to. But then you also think time is infinite. So, like, mathematically, maybe never, because the time, well, what if we don't line up time wise? So, there's just all this crazy math to it that makes you <laughs> wonder shit. And I love the ancient alien show. So, that also makes you just want to like the alien stuff. Um, and I've always, always really enjoyed it. Um, but then there's this thing that came out in the 90s called Project Blue Beam, which was basically here's the government's plan to fake an alien invasion. And then use that to to instill a one world order, but they're gonna pretend they're aliens, but they're it's not gonna be aliens. It's gonna be the the elite, right? And so that's been floating around for twenty years plus. And so now we have people like recording in these uh, hangar bases of the Air Force. So it'll be like a fighter jet, but in front of it's a flying saucer looking thing. So like when they can fly, but it looks like a flying. So like people are like, hey, I think they are fucking with people in some way. They have these drones that can do crazy shit. You know, if you've ever seen the Starlink go up above your, like if you've been outside and you've seen Elon Musk Starlink shit, uh, it looks like an alien invasion. Like you're, I saw one and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I looked it up and found out what it was. Um, so I understand how it's like it wants to be cool, but now that the government's admitting it, immediately people are like, I don't believe it because the government would say this shit when they're trying to fake it you know they wanted it to be real for so long yeah and now what's interesting i guess i still kind of believe it because like the david graver or whatever whatever guy was like uh the pilot that went on joe rogan's podcast he also done the congress shit uh and when he was on rogan i believed him he seemed like a real pilot that was like listen we've saw these tiktoks tic-tac things and he explained what they did and i'm like i he seems credible but that doesn't necessarily mean aliens it could just mean we've made something you know that's like beyond our normal thought or what i don't know maybe humans have done it fuck i guess we're just gonna have to have a fucking ignorant segment and fucking educate me i right. mean explain it to me <laughs> well the fuck, t- where there's shit i see like even the ai i see <coughs> stuff on the ai and i'm like i don't know what that right, and that's another thing I'm like, i don't know what that shit is well, that's i don't want to click to read AI, it either i want someone to that's a big part me. of this though of why people don't believe it because we're living in a time where ai could make a fake video Hell yeah. So, I mean, like, even if you see a video of aliens flying a ship, because that one's come out, you could have just asked, I can just go right now onto Bing's fucking search engine and say, make photorealistic UFO with alien pilots. Now, they probably wouldn't all look like that when they came out, but you could slowly, you could probably keep trying to hang away to get some looks pretty fucking real believable, right? It's like, we're in a world in which it's so easy to fake shit, too, that now people are less believable. It's kind of like all the miracles that happened before Photoshop existed. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Photoshop existed, they go up by like a million percent. I'm like, I saw this crazy. It's like, you know, someone right. faked a picture. It's kind of like Powell's grandmother. She has this old photo book from, or it's a storybook, I guess, from the 1960s. And she believes it's all real because it talks about fairies. And all, all it is, it's 1960s Photoshop. Mm-hmm. It's people mm-hmm. in a fucking black room making the girl dress up like a fairy really small in perspective to a flower. And she's over here like, no, fairy people are real. Is that what it's they put book. on that doorbell when Ada yesterday? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah I don't. It's like a little bu- bitty bug, look like a fairy from the fucking Peter Pan movie, writing in a ring doorbell on the front porch. 
I didn't see that, but it sounds like yeah, it's like, kind of dark down. Right. And so she has this book of like all these fantasy creatures and to her they exist. But all it was is people in the 1960s knew how to edit photos right to look funny so it's the same shit now it's like uh well it's just you can't, it's hard to believe shit it's just some it's just stuff goes from zero to 60 on me like i'll go to sleep and i'll wake up and there's all these fucking AI posts and well i gotta go to work or do whatever and get my day going and i, can't I don't fo- know what you're seeing on ai i can't follow up i don't need i don't actually click on them just like something about ai something about ai and i'm like all right what's going on i'm I don't somewhat understand. pretty involved with everything i see is about making pictures i don't see been, anything else really well it might have been but right. like i said i hadn't clicked on it until I mean, I'm like, I'm there's chat gpt you just talk to it it's just a personal assistant you ask a shit it's like a fucking fancy search and i don't even think it's as crazy i know people say no you don't understand what all can do and i'm sure there are models out there but for what i have fucked with it can talk to you or it can make pictures. Uh, well, like I said, it was just this thing all of a sudden. I'm like, well, fuck, I missed that. Yeah. Mid Journey is great. I've joined a Facebook group of just Mid Journey creations and I was in their Discord, but I didn't want to pay to like be a member. You, you can just watch. But you can pay to be a member and then you get access to the AI bot or whatever. And you I mean, people put in crazy shit. They're like they look real like the pictures are amazing to what this thing can do. I mean, they're why even learn how to draw at this point? Like it does seem pointless. And they said same with programming. So like right now you could type in, Hey, I need a C plus plus code for an application that does this, this, and this. And it'll basically, it'll give you something, right? And if you put it in, it fucks up, you go, Hey, relook at this. It's a messed up here. And it goes, Oh yeah, we need to do this instead. So like, it's like a basic, like a job assistant. And you really should get it. If you're at all going to try to work in tech. Um, I know I'm falling behind by not keeping up with it, but it is going to be a big deal, well, but I don't know if it's uh, it's just well, like anything else. Like big news stories that may have some meat on it. I'm like, man, I'm just going to wait to ask Mo. I know he's researched it. My research sucks. So yeah, I just keep that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's mine. I'm just like TikTok and podcast. It's not like I have real news. I just I well, hear people's opinions. I have shit. successfully reformulated my TikTok to only food videos, nice. which is better for me. Yeah, so. Food and big titties, you know. Well, no, I see. Oh. Yeah, not even that, man. Like when I done the whole six months, didn't even touch it, look at it, log in or anything. I yeah, logged back on, that. and it's only food. But I did have a couple food thoughts. I think of myself as a cook, and I would say I would want to shove my own duck in my own turkey. I use a roaster and I brine it overnight. I go hard in the motherfucking kitchen. Tell him, I made leftover fried rice for the first time in a long time. Like, uh, you take your leftover, chop it up with some vegetables, make your own fried rice. It was very good. Um, it did the leftover mm. fried rice was not good. I put too much soy sauce, reheating it up, and it was a little too much. But it is the go to if uh, like we had leftover pork tenderloin and uh, half the chicken breast and uh, beef country style rib. And so I just chopped all that up. As like a combo fried rice and then made, you know, rice and refried and all Heck shit. Yeah. And it was so good. And I was like, man, I got to do this more often. But you do have to, it has to be the right week. You have to have the right leftovers <laughs> available. You know, you can't just do it anytime. Yeah, we had uh, the uh, see, squash, zucchini, potatoes, onions, a little cherry mm. tomatoes. And she uh, cooked it with kielbasa sausage. Man, it is so fucking delicious. I used to like kielbasa sausage. Sometimes I got over it, but I need to get give it a shot. Well, again. I don't like it on everything, but in this particular dish, I we put a lot of Cajun seasoning. We're just right. 
I guess we're fucking just going all Cajun these days. I, I've been using Cajun seasoning for, I mean, since I was 18. That's like the God, first thing I bought. God damn, I gotta be Creole somewhere down the line. Yeah, I but. went to a nerd camp and uh, one of a few of the girls were from New Orleans from the Saw Girls School and they would just carry it with them. And so like in the cafeteria, they would just put it on raw, which I never do. I put it on before I cook, you know. Yeah. But I've I've been into it ever since. It's very yeah, well, good. I had a buddy in uh, college. We called him hot sauce because that motherfucker, he finally had to start carrying a bottle of Louisiana hot sauce because he had asked for it everywhere we went and right. only half the people had it. Was only he white old, or black? White. Interesting. I remember what am I? He's white, but he's from Ardmore. I see. I had a friend who he went with us to uh, Port Aransas or South Park, wherever I went, you know, my parents and he went with, he's a black dude. And he was always talking about how much he loves hot sauce. And we just saw a black dude get us order a salad at a restaurant and put nothing but Tabasco sauce on it. Like the salad dressing was Tabasco like, sauce. I, like, I was like, that is crazy. I'm kind of like you. I will use some of that when I cook. If I, I mean, right. if it's available, but I'm not going to douse it because uh, it gets too vinegary. Yeah. And not my thing. I don't like the vinegar in the side. The vinegar is for cooking and tenderizing the meat people. Not I got a, a marinade mix today for some chicken that I have my chicken marinating now. We'll see how it turns out. I don't know if it's going to be as good as the beef. You ever tried to marinate one. anything in Italian dressings? Like shrimp? I, I've done like some that? pork chops before. My mom used to sell a lot and they can be good. Um, the but shrimp's pretty good at Italian. I might try it. I, normally for shrimp, I just do a garlic butter. Oh, that's skillet, always good. You, you can't know. go wrong with garlic butter, but we did some shrimp. Like, just bottled it. I think it was from fucking Olive Garden, their Italian dressing. We just <laughs> doused it in that and fucking cooked it. Oh, my God. It was so good. Hell, yeah. I made uh, yesterday, and this is did not turn out that good, but I got from all these the German wiener schnitzels. It was like German inspired. And I was like, oh, these look fancy. Let's try these hot dogs, basically. And I got this fancy hot dog buns. And they weren't that good. I was like, I much prefer the Jew dogs, the old Nathan's, whatever. I guess the Hebrews with the other Jew ones. But the Nathan's dog dogs, I always thought they were That's like. That's the ones that do it to eat yeah. contest, right? They are so good. My mom yeah. bought randomly. She got them one day and she goes, hey, we got an extra pack. Do you want them? And I remember cooking. I was like, these, I, I, what are we wasting our time on all that other I, shit? I've never even seen these in Walmart, okay? Because we're poor people. We got I don't Walmart. even look for them. Yeah. Well, like. The but stuff that people show on cooking shows, we don't have access to. We don't have a good Asian market. Well, they do have shit like that, Nathan but. hot dogs in Walmart now. Do they? Yeah. And, and back uh, then they did. They didn't, right. But they do now. And they're definitely worth it. They're so good. They just have a lot more flavor in them than, you know, what we grew up with. Like a, I used to like Bar S hot dogs. I'm like, these are way better. Than I those. liked Bar S before it was Bar S. Rodeo. No, yeah, yeah. It's old school. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, another thing. So only thing it recommended to eat these with spicy mustard. Now I'll be honest, I've never purchased spicy mustard. So I went and got a bottle of spicy mustard. I got French's spicy mustard. It's number one fucking spicy mustard brand. And I get French's normal mustard, and it's great. So I was like, we'll go for this. I don't know what I was expecting, like a bold spicy flavor. It tasted like deviled eggs, like. The spicy mustard uh, just tasted like deviled eggs. And I love deviled eggs. But that but just not on my wiener schnitzel. <laughs> not on the wiener schnitzel. <laughs> I thought for sure this was gonna be like some spice. I don't know. When you say spicy mustard, I just have an expectation that it is not deviled egg. Right. And then Koopy refused after I said he goes, Well, I don't want I want normal mustard. I put normal mustard on hers. But uh I was she was like, Are you, it tastes eggy? I was like, I don't it's hard to explain. It's like this shit that's inside the deviled egg. Like if you like, like deviled eggs, that deviled egg potato salad they serve at Walmart is fucking delicious. Hey, I wish I liked potato salad or, or macaroni salad. But as a kid, I only like my grandma's macaroni salad. Dirt. And then potato salad, I will like it if it's super mashed. 
But then you'll come across like a fucking pickle, and I'm like, God damn it! Why are y'all ruining Man, shit? Man, some people have big chunks. I mean, yeah, potato the big salads are, are so inconsistent. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Same with deviled eggs, like we talked about last time. I think. Yeah, I'm like, pretty. I put like less mayonnaise and mustard, and mine's more yolky. But I love my deviled eggs. But other people were like, okay. we need more mustard. In I went to one of the in-laws houses not too long ago, which they usually cook pretty good. But everyone raves about this woman's potato salad. Right. I take a bite and it's fucking all mustard. But like, no, you gotta put some mayonnaise in that to tone that mustard out. Like yeah. mustard is for binder and cooking, like not the main flavor, man. That's yeah, it's it's wild world out there, you know, but I just don't understand some people's taste buds are oh yeah. Well like my fucking seafood buddy comes in and set up his food truck. I see all these comments, oh my god, it's the best damn se-. Bro, I cook fifteen times better than this motherfucker. Right. Like, I don't understand. Like, it just blows my mind, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I understand what you're saying. Because there are some people that like, they hop up certain restaurants and you're like, I don't. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like uh, your convenience stores. Like, you look at a women, they're going to say Bucky's. Well, I've been seeing all this Bucky. Everyone got Bucky's gear. Well, we're on the way down to the airport. We stop at Bucky's. Bro, it's a big convenience store. Yeah, just real big. Like they're, oh, did you try the brisket? Like, bro, that was the worst part about it, man. Uh, that yeah. the sandwich wasn't that fucking good. See, to me, Bucky's to me is a New Mexico thing, but I understand they're huge in Texas now and they're really taking over their brand, their logos everywhere. But when I was a kid, I would go to my grandparents in Cortez, Colorado, which is by the Four Corners. And to do that, we would go through the Texas Panhandle and then through New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And New Mexico just is like two hours between cities. They're just, you know, it's really stretched out. And there would be like, 60 miles of billboards. It's like 60 miles away, Bucky's. Don't forget the brisket. 59 miles away, Bucky's got t shirts. 58 miles away, Bucky's has pie. 57 miles. And it was just like every mile was an ad for something in the store. And it really hopped it up as a kid. And so we would always stop there to pee or whatever. And they would have like roadkill t shirts and whatever. To figure it out, I finally done some investigating, asking family members, whatnot. Like, what is the goddamn obsession with Bucky's? Yeah. And they're like, well, you don't understand. You go in there and you got 32 fucking clean stalls to uh-huh. use. I mean, you ain't got to wait in line and have these shitty, nasty bathrooms. Their bathrooms were clean. Right. So there you go. They have the clean bathrooms and the women level. My dad will take a shit anywhere so on earth. And so because of that, I just didn't get to complain. Like if I ever stopped somewhere, because I don't do trips now, but as a kid, we did. And they'd be like, all right, go in and take a shit. And you're like, in this convenience store, they have to go get the fucking key with a board and that gets gross as fuck, you know? And you're like, take it, come on, take a shit. And you're like, God damn it, all right. Yeah, my wife will blow up anybody. If her, she's got IBS. If we come right. across the bathroom, I don't think we've been across the bathroom my wife hadn't blown up. Hell I yeah. Know that Ooh. sounds unsexy as fuck, but you know. But he likes it. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> well, she gets that, that shit out the way during the day, and guns are yeah. hot by the evening. See? Yeah, there you go. If the guns sense. are hot in the evening, it's off. So. Yeah, you got to see there's rules. You got to figure out when you're consuming your dairy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had, um, let's see if there's any other cook. I guess I have no other real cooking thoughts. I This is the first week I haven't bought anything to smoke in like seven months. I just got back from the grocery. I was like, holy shit, I didn't buy anything. To put in the smoker. It's yeah, crazy. I had to start fucking doing eating only Totinos or fucking bag of burgers. So it's the groceries are getting expensive. Yeah, that's why. Uh, oh yeah, it's almost as cheap to eat out anymore. I almost can't even make fun of my kids. Right. Well, eating out all the time. I know they're doing it because they're lazy, but I mean, isn't it? Me and Coopy. I mean, for us too. Anywhere, it's about twenty bucks, and I'm like, 
I can cook a better meal for twenty dollars. I know, but then you're gonna have left. It's hard to cook for two though, isn't it? Or y'all been doing it so long? Oh, right I got it down. I eat leftovers too, though. I'll eat them the next. Well, day. I'll eat leftovers except if less Colton's down. Right, but I'll do also like I can eat just one big meal. I'm like I'll just wait all day and I'll eat one giant meal and make it worth it or whatever. Um, but yeah, like something like pork tenderloin or chicken quarters or anything that's like a bigger cut of meat that you can smoke will just be cheaper. So that's why I've been doing it. But this week I just happened to get like. Uh, random shit. Now I've said this before about to shout out again. I listened to a random podcast where a guy claimed Rayo's or Rouse, how the fuck you pronounce it. Uh, spaghetti sauce was the best. And I've gotten in three times in a row now. And I know Snappy's going to say his homemade shit's the best. And I'm sure it is, but <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm about fucking store bought can shit. Well, Rayo's very good. They start with cans, can of tomato sauce. A can of crushed tomatoes and a little bit of can of tomato paste. And then I put all the spices and garlic and onions I want in there and meat. And- yeah. I mean, I if I had the, if I'd done it once, I probably would keep doing it. But that's just well, a road I don't know if I want to go down. Well, I, well, here it was like me and the wife got together and she was this big Alfredo e- eater. Well, it's it a basic fuck, bitch shit. Fucking having Alfredo. Her and the kids like it once a week, <laughs> twice a week. And I'm like, Honey, man, come on. I grew up on spaghetti. I'm like, not all in on spaghetti, but man, this Alfredo's getting old, man. Right. And so I started with the recipe. It was it was okay. And I knew the base recipe. And then probably about five to seven times into it, I really fucking got it down. And it's just been a staple. Even the kids love it. And like, I cook with onions and garlic. Start off almost every meal making an onion and garlic roux right. before yep. I put everything else in. And nobody in my house likes onions, but they all eat my food because I cook them down so much. Right. I'm the same way. I used to hate onions until I started cooking. And then yeah. I, I do the same thing. You cook yeah. them down where they're translucent and then they don't have that fucking crunchy texture, guys. Yeah. It's all about the flavor. Coopy's grandmother, her go to is she cooks down all these onions <laughs> and then puts chicken broth and then the gravy packet mix but she's like it's homemade but it's just she does this extra shit to it and so everyone loves it yeah but it's like you're eating and it's just like fucking onions are everywhere and you would think you would hate it but it's like it's pretty good yeah if you can incorporate them in right yeah so uh and we'll see how the cooking goes this week i always like the cooking uh yeah, yeah. meth next week next week <laughs> exactly um all right. I, w- I want to bring up a couple things. I'm going to play one of my songs. Uh, this week, I fixed my dishwasher last Sunday. I think I mentioned this is skinny last yeah. week, but we've we done a Patreon show that'll come out in September mm-hmm. last week. Um, so I haven't talked about it on here, but I woke up and there was a fucking puddle in my fucking kitchen at like six in the morning. I was taking the dog out, maybe 530, and I was like, what the fuck in the line the water supply line that went to the dishwasher the seal broke basically but i didn't know what that was going on to me want to figure this all out and so anyway, i had to go to home depot spend fucking 35 dollars on a new one or some shit and uh got it replaced got all fixed Feel like a man all week because i did that you know but it sucked it's like my, like my ribs were bruised because i was down <laughs> on my fucking chest fucking with shit and i was like i'm too fat to be on my out this weight on my ribs like all week i was like god damn i think i broke a rib getting down on the fucking kitchen ground the <laughs> yeah, other day burn. yeah so yeah, uh, well, hell, I mean, when you get in the gym with us, you know, I, I think i would do well in the gym to be real honest i mean i had to work through my fact i can't feel my leg a lot of times and that shit but the rest i think i would Bro, do well it's we're going real slow i'm going with my 13 year old we're starting with a few stretches i do like 20 minutes on the treadmill and then we'll do a few of the machines because i'm not turning less on a free i'm not turning loose on free weights yet right i said you got too much growing to do and you're not allowed to do free weights unless you're with me or a coach at school and only if the coach is in the room 
<laughs> like, you know, I know how kids get when See, my every, argument, when but, everyone tries to lift the most. I'm a free weight you up. kid when I was his age. We were doing free weights and we were told that free weights are the only way you can get those balancing muscles worked up. If not, if you're on those machines, you're not going to get those balancing muscles. Well, worked only up. if you're doing it correctly. But when you're doing free weights and the coach steps out the room, you pile an extra couple pounds on and you start rocking back and forth. No, I'm actually, opposite. I'm going to say a couple pounds you, off. You're actually destroying your muscles out the if room. you're not doing it right. And I'm doing less work when coach leaves myself. Um, well, I know, but then you ain't gaining nothing. Right. But I'm just saying I wouldn't. I'm not going to get hurt when coaches and I'm getting hurt when coaches there probably. Chances are because they're they have unrealistic expectations. No, see, the coach is wrong on that. If he, if he, you can do all the weight and do all that, but if you're rocking and not doing the correct list, you'll fuck yourself up. Right, for sure. Um, and then my other thing is, I'm sure people might remember years and years ago, I talked about how I had this bump on my arm. It was right here. Yeah. It's still a little bit, but not really. It's kind of gone away. This big bump, and I thought it was a bone chip. And I was like, I guess because I just sit on this chair and in my chair at work and I've just had my arms on it, but I didn't have it on my right arm, just my left arm. People know it's on my funny bone by my elbow. Had this uh, chip. And so I was all like, man, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I just dealt with it, right? And then what last week, I feel like I've told you about it cutting, right? So yeah. I guess Monday you were here or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, if it had cut, I had a cut on it. Yeah. And I was like, but I told Gooby, it felt like I didn't cut it. It felt like something was coming out of my arm. It was like that bump got so big it broke my skin and i was like i don't know how to explain it but it just feels like that and it hurt like a motherfucker mm -hmm. and then i was at work uh this was last i guess friday friday thursday thursday and i was talking to my co-worker who was telling me some boring fucking story i don't remember what he's talking about and i started fucking with this cut and i just cut caught the lot just right and something looked weird and then i pushed it and then a fucking piece of glass came out of my arm Damn. And I took this piece of glass out and set it there and cleaned my arm. And I was like, that's what this bump's been for the last two or three years. And my body finally Can pushed it out. Thank to where you remember getting that glass? No idea. No idea. I was like, because I said it must have been a similar sound like the dishwasher. I got down the ground to do something. There's probably a piece of broken glass there. And it got in. I just didn't know. I don't know how. I have no Interesting. idea. But, um, the dude that was talking, he goes, what was that? I go, it was a piece of glass. Goes, Where'd that come from? I was like, I don't know. Been in my body for three years, Took I think. got worker's comp. It's cool. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> it was a drug test, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> reason I ain't driving a bus. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me high anxiety, guys. <laughs> exactly. I can't. I can't handle that. What turn? What turn? Hey, with all these new people wanting all this medical stuff, I've learned a few things off these new kids. Man, play play one of those. That's why I want that. We was talking about it earlier. That's why I want that fucking. I, I want that excuse like these guys have, and then everybody treats you a little different. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'd be honest. There you go. I'm special. Uh, uh, like, uh, yeah, I want this diagnosis. So people call it. Like, okay, well, that's why I did that. All right. Right. Yeah, I just get a pass. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess. Maybe, be, but it even goes the other way. Even if someone like a job, if like a woman's just a bitch, eventually they can just be like, well, yeah, she's just a bitch. That's how it is. Like, you can be stubborn enough sometimes to just get away with your personality. You got to be good, yeah. I guess. Something. <laughs> Um, all right, let's play the last song here. It's going to be a song by me. Um, I'm going to go with my favorite from episode 10 through 19. That's going to be the classy cypher. The cypher? Which is Aid of the Mo featuring Brad Sorex gang. and Southern Comfort. Gang, gang. They will all be on the ABC's album. And uh, so this is a little preview for what we had to come, I guess you could think of. And uh, this is one of my favorite 
guess constant like the beats uh sounds like an old classy song you know and i feel like we all did this weird classy cypher it just so yeah. all fit pretty well soko kills it so i remember the most about it um but let's uh check it out checking cypher it I think Brad Surek. Eight of the Mo makes beats. And Soko, that's the plan. That's the plan. I'm a gentleman. I keep it classy. Girl, I eat it from the back. Just ask me. Jack me out my khakis in the backseat. And then I bust on her face like Agni. Flashback scene and sound like bad taxi. So sick on the beat, the flow with that scratchy. What you mean, attack me? I break them all. Y'all really got the balls. Now rag me. I'm feeling like Michael, like damn Jackie Keep asking about the drugs like they trying to entrap me I'm trying to rap, but shit happens The beats are abs and I feel I'm just snacking Indie artists may start cracking the whip I'm me regardless, I just happen to spit I'm in my garden harvesting the freshest of nugs I beg pardon on the internet, I got the best of buds Armed with charm, but so far never enough A starving artist charged with being as fresh as fuck Yeah, excuse me while I hit this weed Your bitch hit me up from a pic she seen Said she looks at it when she flicks the bean Keeps it bald for me, car misses clean I'm an insomniac like David Tell Old man raising hell, except I'm aging well Had on my gloves before they rang the bell Came to tell, blowing circle, going local, they can tell Like I'm back to my roots, bitch I'll never stop, even rap if I'm toothless I'm through making excuses Silly on the mic just like the three stooges Can't fuck with our flow though We're just so unfuck with a ho Three of us together, yeah, dope as fuck You already know that though, call me Mr. Obvious all this night has been quite incredible, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you and we hope it's been absolutely delectable, but it ain't over yet, don't fret, this is the Southern Comfort. Welcome to the SoCo Speakeasy, I speak a few words and run up in a freak easy, it's too easy, what I'd rather do is take a good girl and twist her, down on a mat in a twine like it's Twister, keep her on our fours till her knees get blistered, I lick her in every spot that I'm into, pleasure in the physical can ease the mental, take her to a time when the vibe was Simpler. Sex and piano, sex by the candles A two-step and a dip on the dance floor And then we dip in a whip, driving real slow Cause what she doing while I'm driving is dangerous I return the favor when we reach our destination We taking you on a journey, so be patient So go A to the mo and BXC We got you and baby, you got me So let's ride Uh, classy software. Mm, very classy. Hey, the moon, Brad Shrek. Dapper. Southern Comfort. Hey, yo, yeah. Uh, we have breaking Fire. shit happening on as of recording on Twitter, so I have to give a play by play. Uh, there's this guy named Gage Music or Gage, right? And he uh he sent stuff to this podcast. He sent two songs. One wasn't very good. One was pretty good. And he's always posting shit like how he's friends with Jay Z and Nas and all. That. And I'm like, I don't know. You got like 700 followers. I don't. Not hating. It just didn't seem to make Fuck sense, right? And uh, and maybe it's more than 700. I'm just saying as an example. Anyway, yesterday CJ was complaining because he said uh, 
what makes him better than other rappers is he doesn't cuss and all this shit, right? And so CJ just goes, have you heard of this rapper named NF? He's extremely popular and doesn't cuss. Like, you're not the only person who doesn't cuss. And there's a lot of rappers who claim to not cuss. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this guy was like, just keep scrolling. Don't disagree with me, blah, 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 you know, talking. And I'm like, well, that's what happens when you're put your opinion out there. People are going to say stuff. And then Ron, who's on this podcast uh, every once in a while, um, been very good, I think. So, yeah. and, and this even goes further. He goes in and is like, I listen to your music. You say the N word and ass the first 20 seconds. And he said, Neither one of those are cuss words. You're not music. Your opinion doesn't matter. So he's all trying to go after Ron. So then Brad sees this and Brad's like, No, this is fucking stupid. And then Brad's all hating on him and he's like, You can't claim you're the best. You're not even fucking any good. So Brad's like going towards Earth or whatever. And he says, Fuck gauge music. And so, um, anyway, this is why I just opened my shit because they're sending me all these screenshots. Like, team it up. The team is foreign. Like, so, like Autobots. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had musicians. We're going to go five years. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Brad got blocked. Um, <laughs> we always say CJ calls out people all the time like this. And Brad said, I w- fell asleep and woke up and turned into CJ. So <laughs> CJ loves arguing with people on this shit. So anyway, and we'll let them know. We'll update this on the pod. And um, anyway, I'm really enjoying that we had a thing there. Now, I did have a question that I was going to, I like ending with random questions that could get us going, you know, right at the end. Uh, if you caught your significant other, so this would be wives for me and a snappy, a potential wife skinny um, with another wo- cheating on you with another woman, not with another man. Are you allowed to attack the woman? Are you mad? Are you as mad? Is it you don't care at all? Like, how is it different than Because I think we all know. Different. Right. It seems way different. <laughs> It seems way different than if you caught him with a man. The only way I ain't going to be mad is if I'm getting double, if I just get to jump in the middle. Yeah, at so, the same time. So we're saying she lied. You don't know about this. This is still cheating. This is behind your back. You're walking in. You know, I ain't going to hit the woman because I don't hit women. I just. I don't I, think I, I would either. I'm still old school. I will not do that. I mean. What if she looked like a man had a strap on? If they come in there with a strap on, they getting punched. All right, I'm just curious. <laughs> I mean, now, now I thought I saw a dick. <laughs> well, no, they bionic man now. Right. I mean, they identify as a man if they coming at me with a strap on. Yeah, <laughs> you identify boring. as a man, and you treating like a man, and that's what you asking for right now. See, I think this is the thing lesbians hate about the trans movement is they now they have to be trans just because they want to wear a strap on. You know, like that'd be their argument, but. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I'd I probably do, leave because I couldn't do two sets of fucking women's rules. For sure. It would be, um, I mean, I think I'd pull it off, but uh, I'm pretty easy to get along to. with. Give me an excuse it to would live on the, go live on the bow. Right. It would depend on uh, the women, of course, or whatever. But uh, I do think the fact that they lied, they didn't tell you about it, that would have to make you feel some type of way. Oh. But then if they were like, oh, I'm just a lesbian. I wouldn't feel that bad. I would be like, oh, okay. I'd be well, then we'll just, uh, we can figure this out, you know, but. I'll be 43 this week. At this point in my life, I'll just pack my shit and go fucking down to Louisiana and try to be a fisherman. Right. I mean. Yeah. Or a shrimp boat and something. I'm going to go. I'm going to go hunting and be a worthless dude. If I can live off the land. That's it. That'd be my way out. Interesting. So <laughs> you catch your wife with another woman and you're like, I'm going to go off the grid. <laughs> I'm going off the grid and have my I'm fun going, now. I'm I ain't got no rules now. You broke the, you broke the code. I see. Uh, right. 
I mean, I would say, because if you were a guy hooking up with a guy, that's still cheating, I think. You know, yeah. I do, but I do think just guys thinking because it's a girl, it's not as threatening or whatever. Um, I do think a lot of guys are like, it's whatever. Right. He goes like, I, I can't please you, so you got to get a woman. No, I got, I got feelings too. I'd be hurt. <laughs> right, but if someone's, now, I've said that was, if they were gay, I would be like, it's right. But if they said, well, I was bisexual, I just want to experiment, then you, I think you should have to be like, well, you should have talked to me and let me watch from the corner or whatever. I'm you still know? going fishing. <laughs> still going, still you still using Still going fishing. See, I think it all meant a lot of, there's a lot of factors into it, I guess. But yeah, you can look at it all. I ways. mean, I just like seeing freedom when you mentioned that scenario. <laughs> I, mean, I understand. I mean, we can tell where your mind is. You've, I'm free. you've been all fishing all day. Um, so that's what we got to do. Yeah. It just seems like more of my lifestyle, man, rather than the city fucking shit. I hate it. Right. All the fucking concrete. And, uh, fucking guy fucking just fucking look out your window and see fucking meth heads everywhere. I'm fucking, I'd rather go see some meth fish or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, critters act weird. That's one thing. But when fucking people in the town are acting weird, no, those critters are different. I mean, no, let's go to the wild, man. Fuck There's it. that episode of King of the Hill where they, I think they use crack as fish bait and it makes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but then they got addicted when it hit it. Yeah. Then you had to catch that small one. Yeah, they had to catch it with normal bait or whatever. Um, anyway, it was a good, good show. I've been watching too much King of the Hill myself. Um, That's a good episode. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the, I don't think there's any other shows I've been loving. There's really not much new shit. So I'm, we're going to, the Lakers shit's coming back, the winning time yeah, show. So I'll be excited that when that hits back. How to with John Wilson just came back. I like that shit. So there's a few things to get into, but in general, it's a, kind of a dead moment in my TV life, you know? So I need to get in the video or stay in the video games. I need to read. I've really been trying to talk myself into it, but what happens is my wife is an English teacher. And so you can't just read. It would be like if she just picked up a video. I understand. It'd be the same thing if she out without mm-hmm. me telling her if she was like, I want to give this random game a try, right? I would be the whole time like, oh, you locking the game? You know, like I would be annoying. And it's kind of saying I'll pick up a book. She's like, oh, you're reading? Oh, you lock read? Like, because she, it's from a place of goodness, you know, uh-huh. but it like, it puts a lot of pressure on you, you know, Give to, pressure. Uh, so I think maybe just when next time she leaves for a night or something, I'll just like get into a book and could feel comfortable then. I don't know. I feel like there's just so much pressure right now too, and she's bought me so many over the years since I've quit reading that I'm like I don't know which one to read first. No, it's so much pressure. So. Oh yeah, that one in chapter thirteen to go off and do this, and I think you'll really like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, she wants me to read uh, Brave New World because she read it this summer and she thinks oh, it's like a classic sci-fi thing, and she's like, I think you'll really like it. And I agree with her, but then I'm gonna. You know, it's just a lot of pressure there. And I had this Tom Segura book I bought it fucking a year ago, which probably sucks because the stand-up's all falling off, in my opinion. But maybe the book's fine. And honestly, I guess his podcasts are fine. You just got to take him as like, he got injured. He lost a bunch of weight. He's getting healthy. He's just that type of guy now. You know, he ain't a fucking degenerate. And that's what I, I relate to the degenerates more myself. Yeah. So um, it is what it is. All right, we're going to wrap it up here anything else for either one of y'all before we go no sir so you said your son like said something about areolas that you uh enjoyed some he basically thought the name ariel was short for areola yeah and you came up the other i don't remember what the fuck was talking about me and my wife and man we had a good 10 minute laugh and like, bro that's that, that's not the long name for ariel but i think it's because you know we've played big old round titties in the house you know right it's hilarious so yeah, we're sad. Me and Brad are gonna have to remake it, remix it. I mean, you have a whole areola comment on there that's just like clean. So right, yeah. And I need to get back to we, me and uh, Skinny recently uh, for the patrons. We did the next two bonus shows. One should uh, let's see this date. 
One's going to come out in this month and another one next month of me listening to old music, my old shit from 2009, 10 era. They kind of suck, but they're kind of entertaining, you know, so uh, get ready for that if you're a patron. And um, like I said, here in a couple weeks for this comes out, it'll be six days from now. My house will be torn apart. So from now until then, next week, we got Dijon. The week after that, Snappy again. That'll be probably the last we record um, here with the old bathroom in the house. So we'll see what happens. So, oh, Dijon. I seen him at a convenience store a few weeks back. He's so uh, charismatic. You know, he has a lot of personality. But I remember when he was on that music pod, he he felt uncomfortable, you know. But so did Ron when he was on the music pod the once. And I think Ron's gotten really good. So, um I've mentioned this to SoCon just when we need more black people. And I asked him if that's racist to say that. I go, but I think Dijon, he was the top that when I worked with him, he was like Sunday dress every day. You know, he's one of those type of black dudes. Like, and there he was, it did a lot. A lot of people thought he was a lot better at his job because he dressed nonsense. And it was like, I, it was I ain't trying to be mean, but he's Carlton. Yeah, he's got that kind of vibe. But except he he has he's also like an R and B singer and uh can sing and so he's cooler than Carlton, but he does have that the dress that's very business like, yeah. you know. Uh <laughs> the double double button <laughs> suits and shit like that. Yeah, he would wear all that shit. Turtlenecks. Yeah, good time. Hell yeah. So anyway, we'll look out for that and uh listen to this beat as you uh get drive on your ways, yeah, podcast listeners. Yeah, jerk off to this beat if you want to. (laughs) I won't mind. Um, Peace. Peace. Peace.